0: Welcome to episode 11 of the red leaf retrocast worldwide weebs i am jd here with Tori and hickey there's no senior person senpai here today no, no really. <laughs> well we all have his and her circumstances that we all oh, have to go by and uh you got
1: so off to the nice one
0: yeah i know there, we, there's there's going to be references yeah. within references for this episode because we're doing comedy yeah <laughs> um, old comedy it is- yeah, old old comedy. Um, kind of the the change in comedy over the years. Kind of a culture gap. What we think comedy is, what it means to us. We got two reviews as a special for it uh, to kind of see where where things have changed over the over the decade or so. We got Bludgeoning Angel Dokoro-chan, is kind of what modern day uh, comedy sort of is, and what it used to be, and that's the main one, which is Excel Saga. And they're both really batshit insane, that's for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. The, um, the agenda beforehand, we got just general uh, fall season impressions. Hickey saw the movie Your Name, so we'll have some yes. some discussion over that. We'll grill him on that. Don't you worry. <laughs> we got our general updates between myself and Tori. Yeah. And it should be a fun podcast. I uh, we- a we've, all, we've all had some... We've all had some pretty shitty things happen to us in one way or another, and Whoa. it's October Halloween. You know, instead of a mystery, let's 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 cheer the spirits up instead of spook them. <laughs> well, don't drag me into having <laughs> bad stuff happen to me. I no, I mean we're me. already watching the uh, the anime in Yashiki, so we already know how Dear. shitty people can be. <laughs>
1: little yeah, that's new true. episode, holy, fuck. Very shitty. oh boy, oh what a shitty person. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, well, speaking of speaking of Inuyashiki, how about how about what we're what we think of the fall season? Let's just jump right Come into on. it. What uh, do you say, guys?
2: I say I'm happy. I'm more happy with this than I thought I would be so far. There are some complete stinkers, not naming names, <laughs> Black Clover. Um, but uh, <laughs> you know, like other than that, this is this season even has some hidden gems for me. I was not expecting to like like just because I was not expecting to like that, but I do. Hosuke no, yeah, Hoseuke no Kuni, for example, the CG anime. I
0: got words for that one. I really like that one,
2: <laughs> a, a lot more than I thought. And yeah, just generally, even Children of the Whales. I wasn't even gonna pick that up until I got, it got recommended to me, and I that looks incredibly interesting. So, yeah, a honestly a lot stronger season than I thought I was gonna get.
1: Yeah, definitely. This is a this is a very good season. Well, we we went for a very bad season it was very above average joy it was kind of a good one um aside from the ones tori mentioned there was hoseki hoseki Hose- no kone was a happy surprise because it it is cg but it is rendered in 24 fps which is kind of rare in in anime there's a not there's not a lot of cg anime studios that render thing in 24 True 24 FPS. Usually they render on a lower uh, frame per second rate and then they just speed up. Uh, so that that's good because the movement is, yeah. is more freely, it's more fluid. Uh, it is compared to another CG, which we can see that is the CG in Girls Less Store. Uh, ve- uh, the CG in Girls Less Store oh, is, yes. is very wonky, it, very it feels like it's lagging <laughs> because of, of that technique
2: yeah I'd but be, again i and what makes it even worse as well is kind of that uh, moment you have when like for example in the last episode of girls last tour where it's like you have that one and girl the other and one is, yes. while the other girls are pushing and the vehicle and her is in full cg whilst two others are uh, are completely tuned in it's like it looks so yeah plus awful. the
1: plus, like, plus the mm, lagging not a big fan there is like when they they end up yeah in, at the end of the let's say bridge at the end of the bridge like when the the whole thing tilts, it's like uh <laughs> But still, anyway, I'm 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 enjoying Gross store Yeah. Uh, I'm if I'm I read the manga before a long time ago, uh, I don't know, two years ago. I picked it up to one day to to read it. And I'm I'm kind of a fan. I, I really enjoy some stuff that happens. The how subtle they are about things, how they they talk about all the issues. Garu is is pretty interesting, as well. Uh, just throwing out there, it's a very unique looking, I guess. CG's Garo.
0: Wait, what show?
1: Yeah, it's a Garo
0: I... Vanishing Line. Gar-
2: oh Vanishing Line. All right then. Yeah, I think I think it's it's a like it's a nice new take on the Garo franchise. I kind of like that they decided to go for a moder- more modern set setting, because you know Garo's like the Tokusatsu, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. like a Tokusatsu anime, and it was. Always oh, kind of like samurai, like Edo period type stuff, and that's that's fine. And it's like, let's just go hyper modern this time. It's like, yes.
1: <laughs> well, let's see what more we have. We have Mahotsukai no Yomi, finally. It's not the OVA, it's the 24 oh, episode series. So there will be a lot of it. We're going to talk a lot and about it, it, it is as So well. good. Uh, Ch- uh, Children of the Whale also was a surprise. I wasn't expecting it to be as good at, as it is. I'm pissed at johnny Tyson, so i'm i i yeah. do not really like I, no i don't not that i don't like i just don't want to talk about it because i'm still soft because of what what happened mm-hmm. anything uh the one uh the one anime that jd was waiting for a long time sun the lion second season uh yes yeah, so uh, it always breaks my heart it is, it's very difficult to watch
0: No, it is a very difficult show to watch. We can uh, discuss... March comes in like a lion for a second here. I don't want to go into too many details. But even when the show has an episode where it's not focused on uh, issues with depression or uh, communicating with others or what Ray is what going through at the time, uh, just something simple as him just... Being in school, as, as you know, as much as an anime trope it is, uh, just being in school, him just going about his daily life seems to touch you. Yeah. Emotionally, because um, the first episode, the way the season started, wasn't anything special, but somehow I still felt so very connected to the character and what he was going through, and it, like you said, Hickey, it's 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 an emotional watch. Even in when, when the show doesn't seem to be even going in that direction. I mean, it still gets you. Yeah, the first episode it of it so the good.
1: second season, as you said, it wasn't anything special. Like Since you were invested in the character, since the the first season. And dude, the first season is just brutal sometimes. And you know, when that kind of thing, that daily life thing happens, you're just like happy with him. You're glad that he's having a good time. Because it's... It's kind of hard, man, it's, it's hard for him, everything, everything that he has going on and just, I almost spoiled something, but still, <laughs> having that daily life routine that for most of us is kind of a pain to go through or something that we want to change, is something that the main character, Ray, mm-hmm. really wants to have, and, you know, seeing that he finally achieved something like that, it is very cool watching it, like, you you didn't watch the first season, you just watched the second season, first episode, yeah, it might look like it, not that much, but since we're watching this show, since episode one, and since we know what he went through, that episode is very special, it was a very good way to open the second season.
0: Yeah, this show, this show definitely continues to climb any top anime list that I make. Uh, I'm not going to it was my top anime of 2016, just from those first, that that first half, and uh whew it's it's a uh, there there okay, get <laughs> it yeah I'm 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 all I'm all over my thoughts when it comes to the show because there's just so much to talk about there there uh, so I'll just focus on one instance in in the first episode of the season, where uh, Ray is teaching, he's he's now he's now in a club, that's where we're at now. And he's um, kind of combined his love for shogi with uh, some students that are really into science. I believe it's just called the Science Club or Science Invention Club, if I'm not mistaken. Something along those lines, right? Something like that. Yeah. Uh, So what what they're tasked with doing? I thought this was really cool. Was the the uh, the guys? involved in science start making not so much drugs but
1: (laughs) wait for that (laughs) uh, giving ray
0: advice well you know it's they're they're making essentially artificial foods uh whether it be like stamina or keeping your uh your mental brain power up because shogi is such a thinking game it requires a lot of mental energy so they were creating things to keep the mental energy up like putting a lot of uh I think it was omega five, uh, which is um, like a fish oil that keeps your mental brain capacity up. He's they're, they're they're saying, hey Ray, maybe you should like eat more carrots or something as an example of uh, just you know just keeping that that mental capacity up over such a long period of time. And he was even learning something that could possibly better himself at shogi, and in the meantime, Ray was teaching them how to play. And there was a moment in there, and I've I've actually had this happen uh, quite a few times. Uh, myself not with shogi but with bowling so this is just another example of how i can relate to the character and what he's going through is one of the scientists uh, classmates goes not only do i when i'm playing shogi not only do i have to admit defeat i have to admit defeat to myself that i'm not as good as another person it's devastating it hurts my ego it hurts so much when does this stop hurting and Ray responds well it never stops hurting it's you 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 reach a certain depression and such a low in your in your self-esteem that it just never ends but there is a moment when you finally make the right move you win a game and you hit this point of ecstasy essentially in, in your in your uh, excitement that you actually won you beat something you have proven yourself better than your opponent so the the way ray described that to them and what they were what what the scientists were going through while playing it was was so perfect cuz i've experienced that myself in bowling with you know, just last Thursday I was bowling. I go, I, 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 my first game was a 240. I couldn't miss. It was amazing. Uh, there was a, a pretty famous guy there, at least in Canada. Um, he was impressed. And then I followed it up with a really bad game because I was just struggling. I wasn't necessarily doing bad, but I had to admit defeat to myself. I've had to teach people where, do you ever get good at bowling? Do you ever get good at the sport? And I'm like, well, it takes time just like anything else. You're gonna go through such moments of frustration because the sport will get the better of you. It, it it was it was just a short segment and it really hit me hard.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, just to make sure that nobody thinks that we're too positive, I do not like uh, March comes in like a lion. I dropped it on season one. I thought it was, quite frankly, boring, and I didn't care for any characters. And uh, I don't like. I don't like the way that it. Uh, March comes in like, in like a lion, Especially in the first season Had a very had a way too long moment in my opinion of, uh, Or a way too big habit Of kind of just ding, uh, Dangling stuff in front of you Without really properly Looking at it in my opinion okay. And uh, that Drove me insane I despise getting Two second snippets of something Only then go it's nothing I'm fine it's nothing I'm fine I know you're depressed I understand your. can you can you give an the example the problem where? there is that it has been so long I cannot give you an exact example okay. but I remember this because it kept frustrating me to the point of I just ultimately could not watch that show as somebody who has suffered depression myself granted not to a huge extent but I have um, uh, like it is, and when I say depression, I mean that I've been to a doctor and had that confirmed. Not that I think okay. i was depressed, <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> like, like uh, essentially, what uh, like what I just kept thinking to myself is like, I couldn't. I'm not going to say I couldn't relate, but it's like I maybe it's my lack of empathy. I don't know, but I just couldn't bring myself to care. Ultimately, and I didn't care for the side characters when they got focused on and like kind of i understand uh like the main guys for uh, like feelings of being like the you know getting taken in with somebody that like he knows of course but like he doesn't really understand why they're being so nice to him and he's kind of like feels like you know and kind of feels like the outsider like this guy sticking out so i like i completely understand him but i don't care i don't like it so to me March comes in alive, like a lion did, very little to nothing to make me care for any of them, is, and I did it not like it. It is a like slice of life.
0: It is a I, slice of life show, and that's... you say that, but I really like no. slice of life. <laughs> well, the thing about slice of life, well, I I can't really say it's just slice of life, but no, it's not. It's a drama. <laughs> it's yeah, it's more it's more of a drama, uh, but it is a slice of his life.
2: Yes, that's why the slice of life genre. Uh, as it is, it's very open. Technically, you could say anything is a part of somebody's life if that's what they're doing, if sure. that is how they yeah. live their life. War is part of somebody's life, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> so I would classify Mars comes in a li- like a line as a drama before I'd call it a slice of life.
0: That's just me though. Yeah, yeah, I can get behind that. So, um, I would really like to discuss the first, at least the first couple episodes of Ancient Megas Bride. You guys are up to that role Do quick. you guys want to talk? Sure. Like just like what? What? because that, that's another. That's another heavy emotional show. Yeah, and that is my favorite <laughs> show of this
1: season. Dude, so Cyborg far. Grandpa though. I just
2: just before coming on the podcast, I watched the third episode. I watched the third episode just before coming on this podcast, and nah, now and <laughs> oh god, I love this show. Oof. It is. uh yeah. yeah. It is just. It's scratching. I don't want to say a scratching and itch I haven't had scratched in a long time. That sounds very weird. But like, I just, I really like that. I really like that feel, like the entire feel of it. It's like incredibly, it's not like super. It is It is like, of course, the main girl is kind of, you know, depressed and with good reason if you watch the OVA. Uh, but it's like, it's not necessarily an outstanding tone of depression surrounding the entire show. It feels melancholic on, uh, like at times. It just... It's I don't know. it's almost like you know following Jesus, it's like it's like following somebody who's just kind of given up, right? She's like she is not she is neither suicidal nor happy. right She's kind of in this stage stage of just, just like if I die, I die. I'm not gonna seek death. like I'd rather want I don't even want to, she doesn't even want to kill herself. She actually wants somebody else to do that. She doesn't really care for her own well being or life in any sort.
0: And yeah, the way the way the show starts, I was I'm actually generally shocked that she <laughs> hadn't killed herself at the same at at some point. I, I imagine know. that there's going to be some backstory where she did attempt and she just didn't have it in her. Uh,
3: Probably.
0: But as you said, as you as you said, Tori, it's 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 about a person who's just given up. They're so isolated they feel so solo in the world um kind of the it's kind of the same uh realm of depression as ray uh-huh. in a way because ray doesn't seem that suicidal he's just devastatingly depressed yeah
2: but i feel like i feel the difference between ancient mega and uh uh and like uh, sun gods lion i feel like the biggest difference there is like from so the line plays the depression like way higher than Ancient yes. Magus Bride does. Like yes. they play their depression card way more, which is fine. That's what the show does. That's I'm not gonna I'm not gonna you know I'm not gonna hate on it for doing that. That's what that's that's the angle it
0: wants to go at it and that's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, there's there's one thing in Ancient Magus Bride that does it better than March comes in, and that's uh. The f- I would say the facial expression on Chi, yeah. because for those that, that don't know, Ancient Mega's Pride focuses on a character named Chi, uh, or Chiha, yeah, Chi, and um, she has these magical abilities. You know, she sees creatures that no one else can see. Um, she's apparently very powerful, sort of, kind of. We don't. We're all learning it here uh, together with anyone else who's watching. Yeah, and she. Um, there gets to a point where I guess a guy convinces her not to jump off a building or, you know, basically if she's not going to make anything with her life, let someone else, let someone else do that for you. So yeah. she essentially, as I took it, sells herself to slavery. Yes. <laughs> and she gets bought by this creature mage, very powerful, very rich, obviously, and, um... Takes her in as an apprentice, surprisingly enough. And the the, the facial expressions are so detailed in, in Chi the entire time. All the way down to just the, uh, kind of the outlines of her eyes. And yeah. how she always looks, she always looks not only tired, she looks like she's crying non-stop. Uh, just doesn't know what to do with her emotions at that point. Kind of shutting them all off. She doesn't believe in, in humanity, she doesn't believe in kindness... Yeah, you know, she doesn't know what they feel like. It's 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 very emotional.
2: And it makes sense, especially like you say she has that like super tired, uh, tired eyelines. And it's kinda yeah. like it's kinda of like, you know, again, if you watch the OVA, that makes super sense because she technically hasn't really slept for years. She can't sleep because of those monsters that or those I'm not I'm gonna call them monsters, but those things that she can say she can see. It's like her ability is almost like it's a blessing and a and a curse because it's like She can see them, she can interact with them, but at the same time, these things can see her, they can interact with her, and they also like to play tricks on her, or just generally, you know, make her laugh. It's like, what was it that they said? People that can see them are both very lucky and unlucky at the same time.
0: Yeah.
2: It's like, basically, that gives you an idea of her situation. She's basically like, she can see these, and these uh, are these are good things. We don't really know the full extent of why yet, but... Uh, oh, she's I
1: yeah, don't know. Yeah, I know what I'm talking about. Uh, to a certain extent. Hang on. And,
2: uh, yeah. Says, and then it's like... Hang on, hang on. She, he says uh,
1: that her kind attracts those things and they, they bring misfortune or fortune. Yeah. And most of most of them can't yes. see. So, Chise, that is the main character, is kind of special because she's a slave vega and she can see those those little spirits
2: yeah i know that (laughs) yeah but we don't know like to what extent that means like it's we don't we don't fully understand like how because so far for the most part we've pretty much seen that yes they cause misfortune but they also say they also grant fortune and it's like okay sure she's been lucky she sells, sells herself to slavery and but you know she doesn't end up at the worst possible place so it's like you know sure that is fortune but it's like you sit there and it's like the fortune seems, high, seems so far seems incredibly outweighed <laughs> by the misfortune. yeah. <laughs> it's like it doesn't seem like a very good deal. Like it's like, oh yeah, no, you don't you end up selling yourself to slavery, but you end up with a guy who wants to make you a mage and wants to marry you. So but in turn, you have to be hated by your family, all your family, everyone that's ever met you because
0: these things just ruin your life. Like and they want you. Well, it's it's <laughs> it's very good, uh, plot unraveling and storytelling. Oh yeah. To that point, it's it's very good. There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, circumst like nothing feels forced, nothing feels convenient. It's it's a lot of but and therefore moments. Yeah. And and that's what makes it flow so well. Oh yeah. uh Hickey, you've been, you've been <laughs> quiet on this for quite some time. We've been yeah, we've been don't worry about, about it. it. <laughs> Let's get, the only let's thing get what you I, think. <laughs> I would
1: like to to add is that just like Tori was saying, the melancholic feeling that you feel when, when you watch that, that shows show is that it is different from March comes in like a lion because when he's having a good time, you feel happy for him. But for some reason, watching Mahotsukai no Yomi or mm. Ancient Magus Bride, it is painful. Like it is painful to see her uh, getting close to people you know that that is the impression i have most of the time especially because how she behaves and uh, how she reacts most of the times uh so like it is it is kind of yeah. <coughs> it it's kind of painful to to see every single like every single scene there's this sad thing on the background you can you can point it out but oh. it's something something more like because the character is transmitting that to you uh you know, with, like JD said, Mm -hmm. with her face, with her facial expressions. It is very detailed and, you know, it's not like, oh, cool, that's cool for her. She's She has a family now. She has a home but it feels very sad that she got a home. It feels very sad that she got a family because she wants, she feels like that and this anime can transfer that feeling to you. So that is a, I think there's a very good storytelling and very good animated series. So, you know, we, you can feel like that, Yeah. at least I feel like that.
2: Yeah, I think... I think that's why, like, I mean, I keep raving on this and I'm gonna shut up about it now, but like... um, What I always like is I love anime that uses character acting and facial expression. Not necessarily always in the most cartoonish way, though I'm fine with that too. But like, I'm I I'm somebody who very much dislikes the whole inner monologue. Like, not that it not that it's being used, but most anime, or at least uh, at least a lot of anime, will always use inner monologue to convey a character's thoughts, feelings, whatever. At any point, they're thinking of a plan, they're thinking of whatever. You can right. oh, they're deceiving somebody. You get that through monologue with a lot of series. I love shows or movies that are able to give you everything you want you can tell what this character feels about a situation or you can tell so much about a character simply based on how like how like the her different like expressions different like facial expressions are the different situations and you immediately decide like body oh she gives off a lot yes like oh she's uncomfortable oh she is confused right? it's like they never say anything they never say that she's confused,
0: but you just—you can tell. Well, there's a lot of subtleties. Uh, it almost makes me think, uh, what would have happened if Nippon Animation got this show instead of Wit Studio? Um, I don't think—I don't think it would have been, say, uh, animated as as well. Because I—I feel Wit Studio does a good job with that, even though they treat the workers <laughs> like garbage. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Maybe the work maybe the workers are conveying their own <laughs> their oh, own conditions shit. through chi. They sold oh, themselves, God, horrible. They, they sold that's themselves horrible. to They <laughs> <laughs> Yes,
3: themselves. Uh, <laughs> pretty much.
0: <laughs> I mean they did. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh yeah. Nah. Oh no, that's <sighs> why it's so good. The work
2: <laughs> Well, I mean, like I like just just to kind of point now granted this is old, but I mean again, JD, you should watch uh Akaga Noan or Round of Green Gables. Because no, I've, I've, of, I've seen... They do I've seen, a lot seen, of the same things there. No, There's that's a what a I'm saying. That's why I bring it...
0: Tori, that's yeah. why I bring it up. Nippon Animation... Uh, I've seen uh, Heidi of the Alps. I've seen um, 3,000 Leagues uh, Away from Mother in Search for Mother. Uh, Nippon Animation, even in the 70s, had good animated body language and facial expressions. Not a lot of inner monologue. You knew what the character was going through with just say that... Something bad was going to happen. They have shock on their face. You don't need to have, oh my god, uh, x and x and x is happening. What will I do? Will I just have to do this and this. No, just the the shock face does get the point across. We get it. <laughs> it's a scary yep. situation. That's what nippon animation was so good at doing. So it's yeah. I, it, while I was watching the second episode of Ancient Megaspire, it did occur to me that you know what if a studio like that had the show instead would 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 they have been able to convey the same message? yeah uh, so um maybe okay. who knows yeah let's let's just, let's let's move on yeah, there, just, ha- there are a few other shows
1: some of the anime that we talked about on, okay. dis- on the discord channel we had blackover anyone any thoughts i'm dropping that show by the way
0: okay okay so terrible it's i i have i have thoughts as the big shonen shonen fanboy it is terrible <laughs> of the podcast all right. First, first, look at it like this: What if you're say between the ages of six and thirteen? Okay. There are better shows. This might be only your second show, Shonen ever, next to okay. My Hero Academia. Because yes. I imagine that's the that's the fan you are. Let's say that th- this is only the second one you've ever watched. Is the show then that bad? Yes. No, I don't think I don't think it is. I think it's. I think it's a uh, an average. I think it's an average shonen right now. Honestly, Uh, yes, the voice acting, uh, the Japanese voice acting of Asta, the main character, is more or less like running your uh, fingernails on a chalkboard, and then having a uh, a Southern Texas pickup truck revving (laughs) in the background. (laughs) Okay,
1: looking through this 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 perspective, I think I still think it's below average. Because how the story's told, you know how I the story's told. Cool I out. think it's too I think quick. It's... it's just to back it up with a lot of shouning tropes. You know, I think I think I saw every single shouning trope in three episodes, and one of them was a fucking back. Mm-hmm. It you was know, a you're not, backstory you're not episode, so like you see, because how no. not it's not rushed, but how compact the story is how compact the story feels although there are some characters in the in the opening that i'm kind of interesting to see how they behave or how they fight i don't know if i have the patience to you know proceed with this anime until they, they appear
2: and i feel you i feel you so badly now, here's my issue, and here's why I did completely disagree with JD. Let's completely take away the fact that Black Clover doesn't have a fucking original idea to save its life. Let's just ignore that. Well, I, let's can't, I can't you dispute have, that, Tori. Let's see, yes, but let's just ignore that for a second. Let's say that somebody comes into this, like you said, they haven't really watched anything. They've watched My Hero Academia and Black Clover is their second anime. They don't know this. They just go into saying, oh, cool. Now, let me tell you why this show is still bad. Well, <laughs> first of all, because... You have things. There are fucking like one thing that Black uh, Black Black Lagoon. I will say Black Lagoon. Black Clover loves to do is to just throw plot points out in conversation for absolutely no reason. It nah, it's pretty bad. Loves doing this. It the way the way it frames its shots. The way the story progresses, it makes no sense. Like when you first, in episode one, see the quote-unquote first bad guy that we ever see in the show. See in the show. They have this very weird scene where it's like the show fi- the camera finds him and pans over him. He's obviously the evil guy the first time he pants over him because he stands in the corner and he's dark looking and he's menacing looking and nobody else is, at the- is as details as he is. Obviously there's something up with this guy. And then, you know, kind of later on you see him again. But then when the camera pans over or somebody walks past and he is gone and it's like to create this like mystical, (laughs) who is this guy? I thought that would have been, that could have been kind of, that is a cool way of doing it. You have this like mysterious evil guy appearing, appearing. The only problem is they do this disappearing trick with somebody walking across the screen to hide him and then he is gone on the other end. And, but instead of leaving it at that, the camera immediately decides to find him again and stick the camera in his face and have him, you know, again, monologuing about it, or actually in this time yeah. dialoguing about it, about, like, his plans. It's like, why? Like, you... Whoever's making this, I don't know if this is the if this is the way the materi- source material does stuff, or if this is the way the animators were to make it, or the people that make the animators doing stuff.
0: I've heard it's a mixture it seems- of the two.
2: It seems like they have absolutely no idea what they're doing or why something should happen. They kinda just well this guy, yes, he's evil. Um Oh yeah, let's have that cool trick where he disappears. Uh, oh shit, we forgot to add in his uh, his reasoning. Yeah. Uh, but whatever. Just keep going. Keep going with him. It's like
0: Oops, it's gotta come out next <laughs> Tuesday. We got we got shit to do. <laughs>
2: Hate black lagoon. <laughs> no, I love black lagoon.
0: I hate black Clover Bizarre. so much. So, so playing playing devil's advocate here as as trying to see the good see the good in the show. I, it's in I, Shonen I'm, I'm,
2: JD. Don't don't say that. <laughs> You're trying to see the good in Shonen.
0: Tori, just just let, let me get the thoughts out here. No, because <laughs> I'm I'm. I'm I feel like I'm I'm having an uphill battle here. It's it's and and it's and I got rocks falling at me at the same time. That's because uh, you're trying to
2: fight for. Black, black Asta
0: Asta as a character does drive me insane. And having a and I'm not the only one on this. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly the 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 internet and anime fans have spoken. Asta is a bad main character right now. First and foremost, and even his little sidekick rival guy who's clearly the best ever um hmm. he has the personality of a stone except when he was a kid when he actually had emotions so i don't know what changed i the joke is that austin yelled yelled in his face so much that he went <laughs> to death and his mind broke <laughs> that might be true yeah <laughs> probably you know, I would like to see a moment when they, like, start hitting puberty and, and you, you know, just, like, loses all emotion. He j- it just shows, like, a crack going across the screen. He's like, I'm done. Like, he's in circumstances? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm breaking up with you. I'm sorry. You're never going to be the Wizard King. That's the whole premise of the show is they all want to be the Wizard King. So, it, to reference Naruto, it's... here. Here's... This is the main thought that was going through my head. Uh, this... Is Naruto.5? It wants to be Naruto. It tries to do everything that Naruto did, and is even doing it in Boruto, the shitty s- sequel to it, um, where a character has no power or struggles with the power, wants to be the best in the village slash kingdom. That is the whole premise of the story. It's it's really nothing special. It's been done before, and quite well. Naruto is as popular as it can a uh, shounen can be. And the the anime that this reminded me of was how in the '90s there was an anime called Flame of Recca, which came out shortly after a very popular shounen called Yu Yu Hakusho. Have you guys seen Yu any Yu of these Hakusho? Two? Uh, yes, I'm watching Yu mm-hmm. Yu Hakusho now. Yeah, so. Flame of Rekka was essentially a carbon copy of Yu Yu Hakusho with a slightly different take on the story, where, you know, there there's a guy with with latent abilities, forms a team of five, goes to a tournament to save X thing, uh, it very, very to the point of the same plot points, story, and and even the same characters, and this is exactly what we're seeing in Black Clover. And I unfortunately Flame of Recca wasn't all that popular, if I if memory serves, because it felt just so average. When I was watching it, I go, I just want to watch a Yuhaka show. So why am I bothering with this show? So if you're struggling with Black Clover, just watch Naruto if you haven't seen <laughs> that already. <laughs> yeah, that's. <sighs> or at least when he was a kid.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. Mm. Okay, next one. Remember, keep keep it keep it quick. Uh, Dizirai.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm still gonna be watching Black Clover, but it's, it's just not. It's at the bottom of my. Uh... So real quick, Hickey. Uh, I don't know if you're, you know, I'm doing this. Tori knows I'm doing this. Is I'm every yeah, week. Yeah, I saw, I'm I saw, saw. I the saw the I'm complicated.
1: watching. They're just like yeah, personal, just personal preference boards. Yes, yes, I saw that. That is that is a lot of dedication, by the way.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I'm. Yeah. yeah, so every 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 new episode, uh, every week, I rank all the shows I'm watching in which episode that week I like the most to the least most. And right now, Black Clover's hanging at the bottom every week, so that's not a good sign. <laughs> yes, As it should. So uh next I, show you want to talk about? You Hippie? guys
1: are talking a lot about the show.
2: <laughs> I've never yeah. even seen it. I know. And I don't want to see it. It's worse than Black Clover. Oh, yeah, no, it's <laughs>
1: I don't believe it. it's not. It's convoluted, but it's it's not that it's not as bad as Black Clover.
0: Hickey, I can't. I've watched the prologue episode Made and the you? first two. I can't uh, tell you what it's yeah, about
1: because I know. <laughs> <laughs> they they did There was some shit with a god and and stuff like that with Nazis and stuff and probably a mecca Hitler somewhere. But still. Uh, yeah, I, I still don't know why. I need more episodes before talking about this one. I
0: The show's only going to be 11 episodes plus that prologue. Yeah, you're right. If I'm you're not right. mistaken.
1: Uh, I think something happened in the Nazi Germany. And shit is exploded. A lot of people died. And those warriors... They are the immortal beings. And the main character is the reincarnation of the... The mage guy. I don't think well, they're. Immortal I think they beings. are because in the new, are in the newer, Maybe yeah, some, some of new them episode, are, and some are uh, reincarnations. The the silver-haired guy said, "Oh, you're not. You're not even half a century old. You're not. You shouldn't be speaking up to me." Something like that.
0: Yeah, it's it's very hard to follow. Um, it's cr- I mean, it's got some cool action scenes every now and again, but they only last like two seconds. Uh, just on the fact that I can't even tell you what's going on, and we're now an hour into the show, just makes it a one out of ten. <laughs> oh, bro, <to> me. <laughs> That's unacceptable. It's hor. It's horrendous. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not very good.
1: But <laughs> I think next episode they will tell what the fuck's is going on and why there's a bunch of Nazis on on the thing. Well. You know
0: why 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 seemingly this turned into a high school anime yeah, I don't know yeah. <laughs>
1: yes. the next one is
0: yeah, high school the next Rob one Goff. is <laughs> why it's got etchy moments i don't it. know <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah there's some there's some like that etchy moment More was just uncalled for it was very unnecessary uh anyway next one Inuyashiki. yeah, I, yeah. I i I, I enjoyed like it. it i just wish they wouldn't use cG like CG models when the characters turn around, I think is very unnecessary. I don't know what I don't know what adds uh, to the series.
2: Well, I I agree. I agree with you, but it's not that they're using CG models when they turn around. They're
1: using no, yeah, they they're constantly. using CG models they of are, constantly. Uh, they are. Like, draw. What I'm saying they draw on C- is sometimes yeah. they will they will focus the camera on the the character's head, and the head is CG. And then yeah. the character turns around. I don't. I don't see the yeah. No, but the reason for them to do that, you know, it's not like they're.
0: The reason I for think, that, I think both of you guys are missing the point. The why, reason are we, for why, why are we? Why why are we bothered, t- Tori Hickey? Why Shit. are we bothered talking about CG when we should be talking about One Piece? <laughs> Lady, shut up. <laughs> oh, true. There's there's One Piece. What? There's One like, Piece what i to say uh, here.
1: The fucking Gantz <laughs> posters in the wall.
2: Dude, the product. <laughs> The product placement in that last episode yeah. was on the charts. So, But, like, what i the point I want to make when it comes to the CG is, like, they're drawn on, like, what they use is they use CG, uh, CG models and then they draw on it. That's how they animate it. What I think is the reason why they decided to go for this is because if you've looked at that 58-year-old 50, grandpa, there's a shit ton of line and details that has to be kept. Yeah, pretty I, accurate. I know. So this is yeah, this right. is my guess why this is my guess on why they use CG models because I it is so I, much I, easier to keep to keep that shit look, looking I good understand. when it's CG. I agree with you, Hickey. I wish they wouldn't have used CG, but at last, unless at, at last they have done that, and I don't think it's, yeah, no, it's the worst it's CG I've ever seen. So I can. I agree with,
1: with you, but here's my con- counterpoint: is that when they are done turning around. It goes back to 2D animation and it's just like it has all the details, all the lines there. So that's why I don't know why they use well, CG yeah. for turning the characters. You know, I think it's like because otherwise the 2D, all 2D, all 2D the full of the, the traces and, and all the, the little things in his face and, you know, his body. He turns around that turning in the CG, then it's 2D again. That is what i'm not understanding in the show but anyway it is still very good i laugh every single time they do that because i think it's unnecessary uh <laughs> you and people are very shitty yeah. holy fuck, the people are shitty they are and then
0: they are that is, that is the premise of the mangaka as tori uh got yeah. me to learn about it <laughs> the the mangaka
2: for it is yes, the same Gans mangaka who did Gantz, and uh has, there's a lot of Gantz references in Inuyashiki. And as you will know with this mangaka, he has a fetish for the most horrible, despicable people ever. At the very least, I think that in, in Inuyashiki, at least, you know, apart from the main bad guy, uh the other people around are just kind of shitty people, whereas in Gantz they were borderline <laughs> psychopaths. Yeah. So, I can I can I can re- I can I can get on board with the characters in Inuyashiki a lot more than I could with the Gantz. Okay. So um, I'm gonna
0: play. Uh, go on. I, as Tori, you know, I absolutely love this show. It's it's uh, every episodes, at the first two have been top of my list for every week so far. But to mm-hmm. but to kind of talk about people that wouldn't like the show because I there there's a few there's a few topics that have come up ever since the second episode aired that people are turned off by the show for. Uh, for a few reasons. Uh, yeah, the, the acts taken in the show, um, such as there's a murder scene in the second episode, which is very, uh, very, very violent and seemingly unnecessary to get the point across. Uh, I'm definitely going to spoil it because if you're not I don't want to say if you don't have the mental toughness, but it will take some to it, for, you, for a person to watch it. Because there's a scene where uh, the father and son are in a bathtub. And he's they're about to be murdered horribly. And the father turns around, holding his son, crying. He gets shot in the back of the head, falls on his son, and the son drowns underneath him. And you do see that the the arms kind of spazzing out and... Uh, Kid dies, and it's horrible. There My have been dad. some visceral reactions to that, and it immediately turns people off the show. Uh, so, the topic then comes up, uh, and I was in a discussion with this with a few people uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact, over the comparisons to Monster. Yes, t- before anyone yeah. cuts me off immediately, <laughs> yes, they are two completely different shows, One's actually well-written. Inuyashiki, we're already seeing a lot of holes in it, such as uh, how did the old man find the place in the first place? How did he uh, hear only the one person screaming, etc.? Like, There's a lot of problems in Inuyashiki that I won't gloss over. Uh, The comparison between Monster is the villain to protagonist uh, uh, relationship. Inuyashiki, you have the old man and this psychopath. They're essentially going through the same problem where they're, they're emotionless people. They don't know how to feel anymore. And where, Inuyasha, where, uh, where the old man experiences emotion uh, through actions of saving people, the villain feels emotion in the acts of essentially scaring the piss out of people and then killing them. That's how, so that's where it plays. Kind of like in Monster, where... Johan is a psychologically damaged uh force of nature and Tenma uh just doesn't have it in him to kill anybody, you know, very they they have the opposite effect even though they have so many similarities in their characters. That's kind of where I'm I'm making this comparison and that's where the whole uh if you don't really like how Monster played out and how Johan is a is a villain that you can't relate to you can't comprehend why they act the way they do i don't know if inuyashiki is going to be an anime for you is that making sense to you guys
2: yes but i would just like to say that, say this and that is if you don't like inuyashiki if you haven't seen monster forget what jd just said that does that does not necessarily mean you're not going to like monster well, they, I'm, tackle I'm, stu- I'm they, they tackle specifically stuff specifically from no. if
0: you if you have a problem with the way the villain acts and that's what turns you off the show I'm
2: aware, but like yeah. the reason why I say is because I think Monster is way more psychological than uh, Inuyashiki's. Inuyashiki is way more surface level viol- violence and bad people, whereas Monster yes. is Monster is essentially facing the facing the consequences of your actions. <laughs> There's no such thing in Inuyashiki.
0: <laughs> no, it was, there is it, no such thing. It was a very light. It was a very light comparison. Yeah, no, I got it. Next that. one yeah.
1: is King's Game. <laughs>
0: Oh, King's Game. <laughs> I think there's only one question that needs to be asked. Tori, do we dare ask it to our audience? <laughs> sure. Go ahead. You can do okay. it. King's game's terrible. Yes. <laughs> do we all agree? Yes. Okay. There was a question that was brought up in the last <laughs> episode, and that is, if your best friend had to have sex in the next ten minutes, and it was just the two of you, who takes it in the butt? Him. <laughs> yeah. Yep.
2: And no cheating and say you, have a be- you have your, your best friend is a girl. Find your closest guy
0: friend. <laughs> assuming that you're a guy. And if you're a girl, <laughs> you have to find your closest girlfriend. <laughs> it's just the two sure. of you in the room. Yep. Tori, what is your answer?
2: My answer is, well, like I said, and we're, we're assuming <laughs> that this is my best friend. Yes.
0: So... <laughs> why oh. not both? Yes. <laughs> hey,
1: if... Y- yeah, <laughs> if, you wanted, if you have to do it, why not join? right? I mean...
2: Yep. I mean, it is my best friend. Technically, I do like this person. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not in that way, but it's like, hey, you know, let's, let's just try why don't we? We're oh, going to have man. to, like, there's no way, there's no way out of this. Let's just both be happy and say, you know, we both got fucked.
0: <laughs> we both got fucked in the end. So, Tori, you're playing off my answer from yesterday, because I go, if this is going to happen, I'm going 100%. <laughs> I mean your answer
2: was based off of my answer because I that was my first reaction to your when you asked me that question
0: was well I mean why not just enjoy it uh, one of the people one of our one of our friends in our discord answered it well I'm not the one on the yeah. clock so he's it. that's my it. answer. <laughs> All right,
1: you yeah. want to survive? Sure. <laughs>
0: most... <laughs> well, I'm getting the most pleasure you're not. <laughs>
1: less one thing think is there are others, but I think oh, the last one will be Urahara. Because, you know, the circumstances behind this show. And JD kind of is liking it.
0: <laughs> I'm surprisingly yes. not. Do you know the, the score show? for it? I'm not even watching the show. Do we? I'm not going to rate it? it high, but it's a definitely turn your brain off kind of moment. And I'm very interested to see um, how it's going to. Play out just because it's it's made and created by Crunchyroll, correct, Hickey? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's yeah, it's kind of the whole reason. It's an interesting.
1: Um, Hang on, hang on, it's an. I do. uh, I do. Just complimenting what I said. It's an interesting partnership between a Chinese streaming service called Bilibili, if I believe something like that, and Crunchyroll.
2: Bilibili, yeah.
1: And Bilibili also have a bunch of. or smartphone games, that they they go and if you remember a while back, uh Crunchyroll said they would start translating those anime uh, game apps for Android and and iPhone, so like it's you kind of see now that partnership is advancing.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I find pretty cool. Well, what I've heard about that. Urahara is that, uh, I know, like, uh, Reyna Scully, one of the one, uh, like a translator for, uh, Crunchyroll. She apparently got to voice a, uh, she's Japanese she so speaks Japanese, so, uh, she got to voice a role in
0: Urahara. So that's kind of cool. She's I'm the strangely ra- into she's a the art style DJ. over anything.
1: I, I, already said that in, in the Discord group, but I, I think he's very rough. Like, it's very, everything. It's not only the looks, it's, The voice acting because the the main girl, the one with the horns, she's a new she's new to voice acting. She was a singer, she is a singer, but it's her first role. I think the the girl with cat ears, it's her third role or something. The director is a new director. She's new. She she used to be shorts. It's her first full length series. doesn't look like it, ha- it had a lot of money in production, so it, it kind of looked rough from time from time to time. No, uh, it the, does the models when they walk, the hands are stick to the to the body, you know. Uh, but still, it is enjoying. it is enjoyable, it is yeah. enjoyable. The story also is very rough, but it's not bad for first try. Uh, that's what I I want to say about the show. It's kind
0: of... You know what it reminds what? me of. It reminds me of uh Trigger's um, what was it Space Space Patrol Loco?
1: I think Space Patrol Loco had a, uh, had more that's what production value me. behind it. Especially because it was a short, you know. So Well,
0: yeah, 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 but but like what the show what the show is. That's what it reminds me of. Like the plot, the characters, the 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 randomness, yeah, yeah. the craziness of it. Well, JD's gone crazy.
1: Hey, again, it's it's not bad for first try, like for first try. The, uh, Netflix is also doing a bunch of original anime next year, so, like, when they did, they first tried, I think was, what, uh, Knights of Sidonia one, one? First season?
0: Yeah, and then I think yeah. their second one was... Zaji. Like, the
1: first one, it was very rough as well. You know, but not only Netflix is getting good at... Doing anime, but also the studio that they, that was Polygon Pictures became very good at doing CG stuff. Although I still prefer Orange Studio that is doing Josei no Kuni, but but Polygon, like there's no doubt that Polygon is the best CG studio so far, like out there. Especially after Blade movie, because that that movie was simply very good, and even if you despise CG, that movie is very good, very good looking. And you know, now we have Netflix like this giant thing doing a bunch of anime, doing a bunch of original anime. And they will be doing also live action things. And so I think it's a good try for uh, Crunchyroll mm-hmm. because not only Crunchyroll is doing their first anime, they're funding their first anime, but also they, they did their story. The story is an American guy. It's an American guy who did the story for this anime. For the manga that became the the, yeah. the anime. They are seeking out People to draw, uh, you know, comics for them. They are seeking out people to make stories, and then they will have the, the money. They will have the expertise. They will have the people to do art. They they will have the people to draw manga, that kind of stuff. So I think it's an important step. I think it's a very good first try, and you know, I hope it. I don't think it, it will su- succeed because you know how the the anime communities but I, I, hope it, yeah, I hope Yeah, I hope at least inside visceral. of Crunchyroll they they look what is wrong, they see what's right and You know, maybe in two thousand nineteen we see Crunchyroll with like thirty original anime, just like Netflix will have in thousand eighteen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah. not a bad season so far. Uh, as as Tori said, "Children of the Whale" is definitely a uh, a good surprise. I didn't yeah. expect it to be. Uh, quite the show it was going to be. I knew it was going to be artistic, at least with the uh, the character art and the background art. Yeah, I love I love the way the, uh, the the so children of the whale is this are these sort of more or less floating islands going through uh, instead of an ocean. Think of sand, or no? Yeah, yeah, it's a sand, sand ocean. Yep. And they all and everyone has these powers. The, island, the whale. Yeah, well, everyone has these powers that um no, not everyone. Well, okay. Ninety percent of people most, have it. Most are most are born with these powers and it, it shortens their lifespans and, and there's a war in the real world and uh, there's a there's a lot to unfold. So Yeah. Uh if if you guys yeah, I think we're approaching an hour here. I think I think our full impressions have uh-huh. gone on long enough. Yeah, I think we can move uh, on. We'll, we'll have, we'll de- we'll, yeah, we'll definitely have more to say. As the season goes on, um, I definitely want to, when more episodes come out about Hoseki no Kuni, Hiki and I will definitely have a, 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 a bigger yeah. conversation. I, I read about the manga it. a little
1: bit, um, but like, I realized something with the manga that the okay. the titles for the the chapters, they spoil you. So when I, when I saw what's going to happen, I was like, well, Great. that is a very simple story, but it's a very good, kind of good story. So there's some stuff that I can't wait to see.
0: Well, there's uh, the the one aspect of the show that is irritating me, as expected, is the uh, how they go about explaining a lot of mineralogy terms, geology terms, um, the basics they got the show got has down, but there there's a lot of terms. I don't know if it's a translation error or it's a writing error, but. A lot of a lot of the terms and how they how they go about explaining the terminology uh, is is really really rough and sometimes incorrect. Ooh, in how they explain it. So, and that we that should talk really about it after me.
1: episode three that is so coming out what... today. Also, they are rushing the manga like crazy. Not crazy. It's not very like it's not rushing <laughs> a lot, but it's it's a very high pace.
0: <laughs> yeah, Good. we'll we'll definitely have more to talk about when. When more episodes come out and see if see if they uh, they improve upon that or they just start ignoring it altogether. <laughs> um. Yes. Now Hickey, you've been playing a visual novel. I yes, was before I was this
1: cast. one of the, the the people in our dis in the Discord channel called John John Smith, also known there as Kion.
2: John the Genki guy.
1: Kion. I, I always, I will refer to him as yes, Kion. Go. I mean, the guy has, the guy is called John Smith. I don't know why his name is not Kion on the fucking, <laughs> on fucking Discord channel. Come on. Get the fucking reference right. Uh, he said, to all of us, play <laughs> a game on Steam called Doki Doki Literature Club. And Steam has been recommending this game since I bought a bunch of soccer games, but it's still it was a humble bundle. Don't worry, it was for charity. Uh but it's been it's been recommending it to me. I look it up and there's a lot of positive reviews. Most of them are. It's extremely positive. And I was like, I didn't play because first because of the name. Doki Doki Literature Club. I was like, ah, this is gonna be, you know, romance. I don't mind romance, especially because I'm I'm still playing fucking too hard too. But uh you know i wasn't feeling like it there's no there are no voice uh this i don't know about this story i i didn't feel like playing it but since he said you know you guys should play it and i like you know i have some time before the podcast so i might play and talk about it in in the podcast the first thing <coughs> my voice cracked uh the first thing that happened when i started the game was like this game is not for children and if you are t- if you are feeling underwhelming uh, underwhelmed or suffer for depression or anything like that is heavily affected by things, you shouldn't play this game. So please leave if you if you are under the, that circumstances, I was like, Well, I see. I see why he said <laughs> first you play that game. So I, I started playing, I played two hours, it wasn't it was good. The game said for me to to start a fuck to make poems and stuff like that. So it's kind of interesting. It is called a blind choice visual novel. If you don't know what a blind choice visual novel is, there you choose things, but you don't know what leads to what. So it's a surprise when you when you get the route. It's a surprise. Uh, well, this one is kind of predictable because they they kind of show you what is what is happening with your choices. Like after you do a poem, you go to school. You you will interact with the girl. Which uh, most of the the words you chose for your poem, you know are related to. I'm going full ganky girl because I think she's the best one and she's the less she's the less weird and <laughs> you know doesn't have a lot of suicidal thoughts on her poems because you show the poem to the girl to the girls. Uh, you choose the order and you show to them, they will tell you something like, oh, that's how you write a poem and you know, you should improve on that. And then they will they they will show you their poem. And I got you the second poem of them. And holy crap, those there's something wrong with those those chicks. Like the Genky one is like, yeah, I'm cool, you know, I'm doing poem and I'm happy. The one saying like the second poem of the, the Tsundere is like, Emmy like spiders. And she's like, oh Emmy's a good girl, but she She likes spiders, and because she likes it, I hate her. I will ever, ever ever hate her. I'll hate her forever, and everyone who likes spiders should die. (laughs) I was like, holy fuck, there's something wrong with that chick. And then the the other one, which is the president, which I think will commit suicide at some point, (laughs) because the way it goes, Uh, her poem is called Save Me. (laughs) So it's like, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it, uh, especially because of the disclaimer at the at the beginning saying that if you if you were suffering from heavily depression and stuff like that you you couldn't you can bear that that kind of themes you should avoid playing that visual that this visual novel so it kind of reminded me of like uh drug that makes you dream there is another light novel this is a 18 plus light novel which is way more brutal than than this one and also kind of the cyanote... Uh, because of the disclaimer, the Cyanota says, "Look, if you have heart problems, you shouldn't play this game." So yeah, I can't wait to play more of it. <laughs> Those poems are ticking me off. Yeah, I think you guys should play as well. I don't think it it is that long. I think it it might be ten to thirty hours. It's like a medium light novel length.
2: Yeah, medium length. Yeah, no, I looked at it. I saw John. Uh, I saw John recommend it as well. Um, I looked at it. And uh, I have it downloaded on Steam, but I just I didn't, I didn't play it before the podcast. I'll look into it though.
0: Sounds interesting I'm, enough. Uh, yeah, I'm just not into light novels mostly. It's a visual it's novel, not a light JD. novel, J D. Visual novel, whatever. <laughs> no, it's am not, not, not. I'm not into. Yeah, no, games. you should
1: you should give it a try. There are <laughs> some Good. mechanics that you don't see a lot, especially because it it's blind choice. Blind choices usually yep. have a lot of. Go mechanics just like Steinsgate. is a blind choice. Steinsgate, when you make a choice, if the guy literally takes out his phone and it's like, mm, should I should I call someone? And you know, that is how you choose your your way into the game. Uh, so yeah, the problem with this game is that there is something called one true ending, which basically is it's not alternate endings. I don't know how this will play off and kind of puts me off a little bit. But still, mm. I look forward for more Depression shit going on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've just been playing uh Gran Turismo Sport that came out. Uh, I played a little. I played three and a half hours of Evil Within two last night. <laughs> uh, I didn't really care for it. I'll have yeah. more thoughts on uh, the gaming podcast for sure. Yeah. Uh, can't wait for Mario and Assassin's Creed to come oh, yeah. out this
1: coming week. New Assassin's Creed is going on. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Mario Odyssey.
0: Yeah. Assassin's Creed in <laughs> Egypt, man. <laughs> so, Heki, you saw, saw a certain movie. I saw
1: movie. the best movie of the year, although it's from 2016, but only now I arrived here. Uh, I watched Your Name uh, Kimi no na wa. Makoto, Makoto Shinkai, Shinkai movie. movie. That fucking yeah, no. little piece of shit that I really love. Ah, oh, that movie was yeah. I that movie it, was it. a roller coaster. So I went to to watch it on a movie theater. It was the only one, uh, one screen, and now it's out. You can watch any more on, on on the movie theater, but it's still it's going to to be on Netflix soon enough. So you know, I'm gonna rewatch with all my friends because I I really want to rewatch that 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 movie was simply amazing. Uh, I was mo- when I was. Leaving the, the movie theater, something that was funny and shows how good it was is that I put out my cell phone, went to my anime list and said to my friends, I need to add this right now because I'm, if I am lose this this feeling I'm having, I might give it a, an eight. I think it deserves a 10. I almost put a 10. It will be my first 10, but I said, no. I need to stick with my logic. I'm going to put a nine. Although my friends start saying, yeah, my friends start saying a put a ten, a ten, a ten, give it a ten, give it a ten, and then people around me that you know were, were on the screening with me saw what was what, what was going on and start telling me to put a ten as well. So it was fun. It was like four or five people that told me that uh, it was. So it was pretty fun. It was a new experience. I never went to a movie theater to watch a anime movie or any anime. So you know the. Yeah, it was the oh, first one first because one. they don't come. Like, it is very difficult. Oh, I've cool. watched almost a thousand anime. Yeah. And that was the first one I've watched on a the movie theater. Although Pokemon, the new Pokemon movie will be screeny. <laughs> so, but I don't know if I'll, I'll watch the Pokemon movie. <laughs> nice. uh, I think it's Pokemon, I choose you The name. <laughs> anyway, uh, so like oh, yeah. after a thousand anime, that was a f- new experience and it kind of lit the, the anime flame again. I wasn't. I don't. I don't think it was that good. Like you said, I don't think it's a ten. I think it's an eight. But again, I enjoyed so in nine. But still, the sensation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the sensation of being in that same boat. Being in a packed movie theater, people were laughing, people were were crying, people were rejoicing. You know, I was in the edge of my seat because of the this feeling that was going on. I never felt like that. It's been so long since the last time I felt like that. I felt like a little kid in the movie theater, watching Your Name, every single, every single scene, every single joke. So for me, it was a very good experience. That's a pretty cool of, feeling. It it kind of was good to yeah. <laughs> arguing with my family over that. Uh, you know, I I also yeah also had a no uh, a very I, shitty actually... weekend. That that movie made me forget at least at that moment everything that was going bad uh my scores on the fucking college tests my family and stuff like that it was just i was in the edge of my seat the ending had me with my fists in the air almost screaming shinkai you piece of shit in the fucking movie theater a packed movie theater it's been so long since the last time that happened so i was very happy i it was a very positive experience (laughs) And I really can't wait for the next Makoto Shinkai movie that will probably in 2020 <laughs> with the Olympics. But still, I really hope they screen more anime things in the movie theater so I can go then and watch it.
0: Same. No, it's definitely a different experience. I didn't experience my first, uh, well, I guess second anime movie in the theaters uh, until I moved to Toronto. Um, there's a large, large... Uh, Asian community here, so uh, anime movies play all the time. But I missed out on your seeing your name in the oh, theater. Boom. Um, yeah, it was just it the there it was only playing in one theater here, and it was on the other side of town. It was just a pain in the ass to get to. And then I went uh, out of town for work and just missed that small window that it was playing. Uh, but most of the time, these the uh, anime movies are, are totally sold out here in the city. Uh, my first one was the Pokemon movie in, in 2000. I think that's what it was. Yeah. Because uh, that played everywhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but when I moved to Toronto, like the Psycho Pass movie was out. The Ghost in the Shell movie. Uh, the um, Which one? Not the, the, original not the live one. action. The, uh, oh, Arise. The Ghost okay. in the Shell Arise movie. Arise? Oh, yes. Uh, the One Piece movie Gold. I saw that in the theater. <laughs> the kids. Uh there wasn't as many kids as you th- thought you'd think there'd be? There was a lot of uh, a lot of teenagers actually. Oh, kids. Uh, but but there's generally a, a weekend showing of of these, and they and they sell out. So you have to get your ticket, you know, a good two two weeks to a month month ahead. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's definitely it's definitely an experience worth having is if you see in, uh, any sort of movie on a big screen it really just puts it puts it in a different perspective you have different feelings seeing it with a bunch of people that have the same feeling as you do seeing it. Absolutely.
2: Uh, Your name was also my first movie theater experience. it was airing here it was like it, it, they were screening at the mo- at the movies here uh, one of the first time I've seen that they have actually uh, screened an anime movie here. And it was on for a week, so I just kind of went to went to one of my friends, and I'm like, "You movie theater today?" And that was like, pretty right. much my case. As well. <laughs> uh, picked up picked up a couple other friends as well, and uh,
0: are you sure you wasn't... weren't doing the King's game and that was part of it?
2: <laughs> no, I think I think the girl I think the girl we brought with us I think she you me dark that way because uh, she uh, <laughs> she got pissed at pissed at us because she didn't like it at all. She didn't like like going to see an anime movie, so she kind of stormed out halfway through. But whatever, nobody cares about her. Really? <laughs> yeah. Nah, she's not into that shit at all. So,
0: uh, I her. <laughs> <laughs> but nah. uh, like, uh, no, that seems loss. fair. Screw her. You no. don't need you don't need her in your life. <laughs> oh yeah. Nah, no loss. Uh,
2: but that's uh, like that was fun. It was a fun experience, right? It was it was kind of weird because you're kind of sitting there and it's like we were sitting at the front row and behind us were just a bunch of girls because they we're only pretty much only girls there. The only guys that were there, except for us, were uh, the were like the girlfriends were like, like girls who brought their boyfriends. I felt I felt very sorry for one guy because he had no idea what anime was and he clearly had absolutely no interest in it, but he went there with his girl and he did the very stupid thing of. When a- when his girlfriend asked him about the movie, he said, "I don't understand it. I don't understand the point of this." Well, yeah, having <laughs> a big argument. <laughs> uh, so yeah, no, it was just, it was just a weird experience. Like it's kind of weird seeing that you see an emotional scene happen in front of you, and all of a sudden you start hearing people behind you actually crying. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> like, hold on, I'm not alone.
1: <laughs> yeah, I. <laughs>
0: Like so let me let me ask you guys a question then, because there's there's two instances in the movie w- which really changed my perspective on on say giving it a ten perfect score. It was nice. it was the uh, the moment where you realize uh, what they do with time. Yeah. To kind of okay. avoid spoilers, I didn't like it personally. All right, why? Yeah, no, I think I uh, I wouldn't
1: call it cheap drama, but you know. For me for me that's makoto shinkai so i don't complain i know that it's his style if, if it was simply what they said at the beginning uh what is happening with the two main characters you know you know there's something else to it you know there's something yeah, where they
0: else. were simply where, yeah where there was simply distance between them and they were changing bot and they were just uh yeah uh, that's in the synopsis so we can moment. talk about that mm-hmm.
1: uh, but like yeah yeah when i yeah. saw that i was like no there's there's something more you know because that is makoto shinkai and my friend was like why why they're changing bodies and i was like i don't know that is science fiction it's mystery you know it's supernatural uh you watch anime that are way worse than that and why are you asking me why is that so when the the thing came by that you were talking about he looked at me and just said what the fuck?" and i was like that is makoto shinkai that's what he's that's he's doing you know there's
0: see God. i don't i don't know why it had to yeah, unfold I know. like that i know i know it, it it felt it felt like you said forced drama
2: well jd listen listen to this i will i will explain this remember the, one of the themes or actually the theme that makoto shinkai loves the most among anything is to create this separation between characters there's there's this fact that Getting together, they're unattainable. They have drifted away from each other. At the moment, getting together is unattainable for them. So, what do you think this time, like them living in different times, is dumb? What I think would have been even more dumb would have been to keep this narrative going and simply having them living at two different places. Because, like you saw, it's just a train ride away from getting there. It is not that hard. I think that, if they would have done that, that would have been... uh, a hell of yeah. a lot. Like, one sleep. thing
1: that that we were talking about. <laughs> do, one thing that we uh, like, thought about that I thought was stupid is the amount of time that took for the guy to realize <laughs> where she lived, because it was as simple yes. Yes. as asking Absolutely. someone, as looking at a fucking sign in the street when you know he swapped body with her. When, when she, yeah, yeah, when, that was
0: another mm-hmm. major issue. I'm like, how do you not? How does that not occur to you? Like, oh, I'm changing bodies yeah, with somebody. The, where the, the fuck girl am I goes then? out and she oh, goes, yeah. oh, it's no, is-
1: <laughs> But he never had the the curiosity to know yeah. where he is. So for me, like, that was a Down. Yes. A down point.
2: And I agree. This is where this is where, like, with the, when it comes to your name, I will be like, I am probably, I don't know, what scores did you give it? I know he could give it a nine. JD I you gave give it a, a- nine.
0: As much as eight. certain things I had an issue with, I, I still vastly enjoyed the movie. I think yes. Silent Voice is better, honestly. That,
2: that is fine, but my my this the point here is I'm not gonna I'm giving it a seven. I'm not gonna arg- sit here and argue that the show doesn't have its logical fl- uh, flaws or even flaws in story or whatever because it does. It very much does. However, what I think where I think your name shines is in its portrayal because it makes you care it makes you invested it makes you feel to the point where i think you can even forgive a lot of like the oh, sure. inconsistencies in the story and i'm just kind of going to have to give a shout out here but gigok he made a video about why he loves your name he loves your name a lot it's one of his favorite favorite anime and mm-hmm. i watched that movie and i go into you know thinking like i thought it was a good movie but it didn't do it wasn't an amazing revelation for me and I watched this movie on it, and I go off from that, or I watched this video on it, and I went out from that video thinking, okay, I totally see where it's coming from. It didn't hit me as hard as he did, but when he explained why he loves that movie, and he talks flaws and everything, I'm like, you know what, I, I can understand, because I, re- I relate this feeling. Of course, when something just clicks with you and hits you, you are way more forgiving over small stuff oh, than sure, you would yeah. be with anything else. So it's like, I'm not going to sit there and try to pretend like your name is a perfect narrative masterpiece with absolutely no flaws. Of course not. Every story has its flaws. But I think there's no flaw in your name that is big big enough, that is going to be big enough for a lot of people, that that will immediately ruin the entire movie for them. And that's what I think Makoto Shinkai does incredibly well. He manages to hook people so that you can look past a lot of flaws.
0: Because they will appear eventually. <laughs> so, last question, then we can then we can move on. I, I would I would yep, say, sure. do you guys agree? Yeah. How did you feel about the memory loss?
1: I think I think it was a good uh, I think it was a good plot device. See, that I, is a- I, I enjoyed it. My my friend had a, the problem as well. He he, he he We had a discussion when we were yeah. going out of the movie theater to get the bus to go home because it was screened in the the neighbor city. He asked me, and we had a lot of uh, a lot of discussions. You know, a lot of points behind the the memory loss. I think it's a I think it's a good I think it's a good plot device. I I can find a million ways of explaining why they were losing the, the memories, but I don't think they matter. Seriously, I don't really think they matter. Yeah. No.
2: It- I. I agree with Hickey there, because I don't think, like, looking at the memory loss, that is that is a part of, remember, this is not the first time uh, Makoto Shinkai has done this, and it's not even just memory loss. What what Shinkai does is he, like I said, one of the things he, his like favorite theme to explore is separation. People separated from each other. And it seems stupid, right, because there are three years uh, separation
1: guys. them. Guy,
2: but Three years without somebody in your life or even on your mind, that will eventually go away. Like you, are, you don't keep. You might not necessarily forget that this person exists, but like I'm sure, even you, JD, you have a lot of people you have met throughout the years that you could probably could maybe you couldn't even remember their name anymore. Oh, right? you call because me old, Tory? just like you go yes, there. Hmm? Yes, but that's not just you. That's me too. <laughs> I've I've met so many people throughout my life. I remember. Everyone I went to school with by like, uh, like I remember all the moments I've had. I remember everyone I went to school with in the sense that I remember that they were there and that I went to that I went to class. But there are so many people. I don't remember their name. I don't remember what they looked like. I like I haven't forgotten like (sighs) I haven't forgotten this time to put it that way. But I've forgotten who they were because, quite frankly, they're irrelevant to me now. They're out of my life. They might as well not exist. And that is kind of one of the things that Shinkai often does. He likes that to explore that theme of people gliding apart. And even then, you can also say, because they are different times, why does she forget while well, she's three years in the past?
0: <laughs> <laughs> why does he forget
2: he is three years in the future? So,
0: her memory loss makes sense his did not okay because what he was experiencing, well okay that would be that'd be spoiling um, technically spoiled I can't already. I can't go I can't really go into that without without spoiling so I, I won't I'll just say I had an issue with it I didn't I didn't really see the connection but as Hickey said it really didn't matter in the end uh, which is why I kind of got over it so yes. I'll, I'll just leave it at that yeah um, w- it's still a I good movie you, nonetheless. I the though-
2: We've
0: technically.
1: Yeah, You guys spoil a lot. You guys. I know. I, know. I, I did I, a good I, job.
2: I know. I ru- I ruined that. So I don't know. Put that in the. Uh, put that in the. uh, uh yeah. Put that in the description. Record a
1: disclaimer or, you know, after, after we're done and, and just. I'm. So- I'm sorry, it. people. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I get kind of into this. If you, if you guys <laughs> want to discuss your name or any kind of things, seasonal things with us. You know we just right, need to join our discord yeah. channel it's the easiest way to, to talk with all of us yeah I no hit jd tori and senpai yeah. who is not here on on twitter uh you'll find the link also in our my animalist club just need to search worldwide webcast or retro live red uh, red Live, retrocast and you'll find red us you find retrocast. the link to discord we are, also, we are also, we are always eager to discuss seasonal anime and movies, whenever, whatever gig things, gaming, whatever you guys want to. And oh, yeah. probably you're gonna hear a bunch
2: Absolutely. of. Absolutely. We're very people.
1: God damn it, we're very opinionated people. <laughs> Sing on. <laughs>
2: know, you guys sorry. are probably
1: gonna <laughs> hear a bunch of. Your <laughs> sh- taste is pretty shitty, holy fuck. But it's still, it's part of the game.
0: <laughs> have you guys no. seen uh, Silent Voice yet? But I, I, I read not. the manga. I it read the whole up. thing. Okay.
1: I was pissed at the ending, but still, I was crying. I it made my it made me cry, like seriously, not not like tears in my eyes, but like cry. I had but holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: I I was uh, I definitely felt more watching Silent Voice, and I feel like it's a I feel like it's a better movie, honestly. So that's fine. So I, I would I uh, when both of you guys watch that I'd like to come back to kind of our discussion over your name and see what you guys uh, think about silent voice. Sure. All right. Uh, we have a question. Okay. By the way. Yes. <laughs> Just one. <laughs> okay. From meowth 900 fellow podcaster. Uh, how do you convince someone to keep going at podcasting when they start to lose interest?
2: Yeah. Now. Nope. I've already kind of... I've kind of already answered her on this one. I kind of just tackled this when she, when it came up in the podcast question. Mostly because I felt like... I don't know. I might as well just answer it right then, right then and there. Simple enough to answer. In my opinion, I think... I'm just going to pretty much say what I said. Um, I think it's... You can't really force somebody to podcast if they don't want to. Like, ultimately, they have to be into it. And you can't really expect somebody to put down time for something you want to do. If they're mm-hmm. not into into it themselves. Uh, so you can't really expect, like, you could, uh, so, like, I would probably say try looking around for, uh, for somebody else, uh, if they, if they really don't want to do it, like, at best, I'd say you could probably tell them, it's like, I don't know, give it a, give it a couple more, give it a couple more tries, or at least, like, I don't know, a pair of, like, two, three more podcasts, maybe, until I find somebody else, I don't
0: know. I'd agree, I, I'd agree with possibly finding someone else. Uh, what I would also try is if the person's losing interest, try changing the format up a bit. You know, try something fresh and new. Uh, you know, kind of brainstorm off each other, because if they're losing interest, then it's probably uh, the way you're going about the show. Just not into it enough. So, I, I you know, try, try I something new.
1: Yeah, I don't really have an That's answer what I would to say. that. Um, <laughs> try doing a retrocast. Cast.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, as, I mean, w- w- I'm not opposed to meowth 900 coming on here. Are you sure? guys?
1: Right? Why not? Yeah.
0: Good little special guest every yeah, every like, now and again.
1: You know, if the person is losing interesting, sure. that is not a lot you can do. You can ask for their opinion, uh, but I think it it goes from person per, per, per person. You know, there are person that sit down and can do all the thing for hours and hours. Other other people they lose interesting, like they they lose the, the interest after some time and we can and you know variating how you do the yeah, show yeah. or like oh you know you do a podcast with me this week ne- like the next time you off uh, you know go do uh, anything else the other time you come back have uh, have only one true host and then you you variate the people in the podcast you know um or like interacting with more uh, finding new people finding new things to talk about Variating the show, variating the the hosts. I think it's a valid thing.
0: Yeah. Well said, guys. Alright. Next segment is me and Tori's little quest update. I have a little Shonen update. So do?
1: I I thought you 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 uh, caught up with everything. I I thought I wouldn't (laughs) need to listen about Shonen in like two months or something. Well,
0: I have a... There's a lot more... (laughs) There was there was a lot more uh, show, shonen shows listed, you know. I got Gintama, Prince of Tennis, um, but for because we're doing a comedy podcast, we're eventually going to get to it.
2: <laughs> we
0: are. I decided to watch some uh, some more comedy shonen. You know, something uh, a couple shows I focused on. I discovered uh, uh, the de- disastrous life of Psyche Son. Oh yeah, Psyche Kun. Yeah, Psyche Kun. Uh, yeah. This was. Uh, something that showed up in Shonen Jump and it's a uh, it's actually a short episodes in five minutes episodes are about five minutes long
2: and <laughs> 120 of them
0: 120 of them total, I watched the entire show I was totally hooked, I loved the sense of humor the main character is a psychic and it actually came out the same season as Mob Psycho 100 mm-hmm. which is I think why a lot of people kind of passed it over I, I myself included
2: well, I mean, you say a lot of people passed it over, but
0: Psychikon was actually very popular. I I don't remember anyone talking about it, honestly. It, I you know, I don't just either. Just in the group that I was in, just yeah, I yeah. don't remember
2: many people talking about it either. I just remember kind of seeing when the season was over, it's like Psychikon was rated incredibly high, and I'm like, whoa, <laughs> it's a lot more popular than I thought it'd be.
0: Yeah, um, it's it's very it's very it's it's slick. Uh, simplistic humor of a lot of basically the main character being sarcastic the whole time nice. uh, he's he's a character that has all of the powers <laughs> that you can imagine he can Mom. uh Mom. yeah he can like freeze time he can teleport just just all the things and he gets to high school and he's trying to kind of stay on the stay low-key all the time but all the people around him kind of ruin it so, for example, just just as one example, he um, my, f- my favorite episode is he uh, because his uh, telepathy uh, allows him to hear everyone's thoughts. So he can't play any new games because he's always spoiled <laughs> about it. So he can only play shitty games because no one's played them and he can't be spoiled. <laughs> so there's a whole five-minute episode where he just goes, got this new game. It was a dollar and it looks really bad. Luckily... I'm not spoiled on it so he sits down and plays it and it's just it's about he goes through all the emotional highs and lows of playing a game (laughs) that eventually just pisses him off to no end (laughs) so that's what that's what psyche kun is it's it's like self sarcasm and kind of just wanting to be alone because he's at this higher level of mentality than everyone else it's it's quite funny. I, I really enjoyed it. And then the other show I watched was Ronma One Half. I watched all the OVAs. All right. Um. There was only a couple episodes that stood out. There's about ten OVAs. No, twelve. There's twelve uh twelve episodes past the the original show. Uh, it cuts into the later volumes, but it doesn't it doesn't actually go over a full volume. It goes over just chapters, so the episodes feel longer. There's unnecessary, they, the, uh, the cast feels forced in, and I actually read a couple of the, the volumes, uh, the chapters that the episodes are covered, and, uh, they're a lot shorter, so they were definitely stretched out just for these OVA episodes, um, and it was very noticeable, so it's still more or less Ranma, it's still funny, but you can definitely tell when that character's not supposed to be there, definitely forced, uh, that it was a lot of, issues with the original show as well it just felt like filler um but there were some highlights uh very it's still ranma in the end still very funny and then uh, my quest update as i have is i finally finished the second season of uh, bakuman finally finally (laughs) yeah i've been watching it since way back in july uh if that tells you about how i felt about it um i'm just not into it I don't know whether I felt burned out by the story that was going on, but the second season just kind of didn't motivate me to even really care about where it goes. Uh, fans of the show, just there's a few in our Discord, Senpai included, just like, well, the payoff's amazing. I go, well, uh, after watching season two, I don't, I don't care, <laughs> and it's very unfortunate that I feel that way about it, because I do, I did, I did enjoy the show as a whole, but the second season was so slow. I didn't, like, I didn't really like the plot that was unfolding during it. I didn't like most of the characters that were involved. I didn't like how a lot of the characters were interacting with each other. It was definitely a major step down from the way Season 1 handled the show. And with that, I just don't have the motivation nor the care to watch Season 3 as, go- as good as I expected to be. Yeah, that
1: sucks. Also, you like...
0: Yeah, yeah it
2: does.
1: You like in gen- intama, know, generally right? I'm
0: disappointed in it. Maybe give it some time. Maybe you'll find the You the like Gintama, right, later. JD? Yeah, may- maybe after I've watched like another hundred shows. You like Gintama, right, JD? <laughs> I mean, it'll always be there. You like
1: Gintama, right? You like intama, right? Say again, Hickey. Uh, we should try like Scat Dance then to, to uh, Shonen Quest. Because it's from, the, the manga is from uh, one of the assistants mm-hmm. from the guy who did Gintama. And, you know, it's one of the.
0: Oh, yeah. interesting! Yeah, I just watched a couple episodes of Gintama recently. Uh, still funny. <laughs> yeah, still the same Sked dance
1: is is pretty much <laughs> the same, but in the school. <laughs> but it's quite funny. It's one of the shounens that I I've <laughs> watched every like nice. all the episodes. You know, I at at the time I thought it was very funny. Yeah, it's like I also picked up the manga, so. Yeah, it's like it's, 70 episodes, it's isn't a it? very. Short, Short. Uh, it's it's around seventy. Yeah, yeah it's around seventy short. episodes. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, hmm. yeah. No, it's in my Crunchyroll queue. I'll
0: watch <laughs> it. I give it a try at some point. There's a lot of stuff <laughs> in my Crunchyroll queue. <laughs> so my co- yeah, my quest update is definitely slowed down. I haven't written many reviews lately just because of I just don't feel like it honestly. Um. You know, I'm just trying to avoid the whole burnout thing, if that makes sense to you guys. Oh, yeah. You know, I have I went two and a half years with writing uh, reviews over the quest, and I'm just taking a little break. That's all I'm doing. Yep. Tori, your quest update's going quite well.
2: My quest update is going quite well. Sadly, I did not get quite as far as I thought that I would, because a certain show was taking me a lot longer to watch, because I'm not enjoying it as much as I was hoping, but... Oh, well. Uh, so... Last time, it's been a while though, so last time I updated, I finally finished Cat's Eye. And since that, I've watched a, a few shows. I have completed uh, Crusher Joe, <laughs> which is a movie from 1983, so the same year as Cat's uh, Eye. But, uh, I don't know, Senpai wanted me to watch that movie, probably because it's about something <laughs> Joe, so I don't know. <laughs> uh, he wanted me to watch that movie, and... Uh, Kind of the only thing he told me is you should watch that movie. I'm I'm sure you're gonna you're gonna enjoy it. So I was like, yeah, you know what? Fine, I'm easy to please, I guess. And uh, I watched Crusher Joe, and uh, lo and behold, I really enjoyed it, which is why I'm shocked that it has like a six or like a 6.7 or 6.8 or something on Mal, because God damn it, I love Crusher Joe. It does so many things that I that I like. It's about a it's about a badass crusher named Joe. Yet at the same time. <laughs> like they managed to keep the badass level up and at the same time without making him like some sort without making like the main character some sort of like badass gods that can avoid any dangers like i love how it's like they implement stuff such as uh you know like there's a disco scene i remember where it's like oh they start fighting people because why wouldn't you fight people when you're annoyed it's like they're having fun they're partying they're fighting and eventually they just get overrun and they get beat up and it's like stuff like that that Carries throughout the movie In every fight and stuff It's like They can't get overrun And when they get overrun They're in trouble <laughs> It's like I kind of like this It's like They're badass But they're not invincible uh, So that was cool And it's like It's it's directed by a guy Who's not a director at all Which you can really feel But he's an animator And I love that Because the animation The expressive Like cartoonish Stretch, stretch and pull animation That they utilize It is so good I, I love it Like I are said you we're go- Are about- you going to
0: watch The OVA now? Probably We were
2: talking is- about uh, Just like Just to mention Because we were talking about uh, The expressions in uh, You know a- Ancient Megaspride Or Yeah Like We were talking about that Crusher Joe has a lot of this As well However Where Where uh, Like uh, Ancient Megaspride's Expressions are Very subdued In In uh, Crusher Joe is a lot more cartoonish But everything feels so alive And I love that <laughs> Uh Yeah so uh that was something cool. i'll
0: have to i'll have to add it to my list myself then it was, sounds right that, up my alley it was
2: really good it's like space adventure battle it's, pool, it's got space and explosions. sci-fi like
0: that that's that's me <laughs> at a, that's me at a t sure missing yeah. is Shown it post-apocalyptic <laughs> <or>? oh, yeah <laughs> uh
1: is it post-apocalyptic huh so no just to fulfill jd's bingo uh you have space
2: Oh positive. it's old. No, it's, it's not no, oh, Sadly, okay. not. Sa- Almost shady. No, I mean, but I mean, just to hook J- just to hook JD back again. Like I told you, this JD. But uh, Inspector Senegara from Lupin is in. Is in it. <laughs> he voices a police in, in this one as well. I love it. Nice, so nice. It nice. <laughs> uh, oh, so yeah, and uh, other than that, I watched. Uh, fist of the north star from 1984 sadly though i ended up i mean for the sake of the quest it's considered dropped uh, i watched 57 episodes so i watched the first two parts um i got bored of it quite frankly it's it's not you know, it's just not what it, like i've watched a lot of it i understand what it is and it is fun but there are way too many episodes and it gets way too same for me to just constantly watch it for a quest. So, it is not... I haven't dropped it myself. I have it on hold, and I'll watch it again. I'll pick it up again later. But f- for the quest, it w- I have it considered as dropped, because 57 episodes was, was enough for now.
0: <laughs> you know, you know, Tori? The yeah. same exact thing happened to me, because it was on my quest, and I did the same thing. Uh, what I ended great. up doing was I uh, watched the movie later Yeah. Uh, to get that, say, second half. And that was quite satisfying.
2: Yeah. No, I've I've heard I've heard lots of good things about it. I do want to keep watching it. It's not that, it's just I'm not really interested in watching it more more of it right now. Like no. I have given I have given it a score and everything, because I have a pretty good grasp of, you know, what is Fist of the North Star. I've watched fifty seven episodes. I know a lot of what happens. I don't know, you know, everything that happens <laughs> beyond this part, but I know like the Fist fo- I know the Fist of the North Star formula. I understand how it do- how it goes about doing stuff. So It's like <laughs> uh, I feel th- what, probably the biggest issue I had with uh, like between the first part and the second part was the first part was extremely silly,
3: mm-hmm. and the second
2: yep. part I feel like it starts to trying to it starts trying to take itself a lot more seriously, and that Fact. is just problematic for me because Fist of the North Star, at, you know, if you break it all down, it's not very serious. <laughs> at all so it's like it's, there were times when i liked it that they took i like that there were there are moments i like where they were taking it a lot more seriously but then there were times where it's just like i feel like the comedic effect gets kind of ruined by them trying to be very serious about it so it's like mm, that was a bit of a disconnect for me there yeah so uh, no
0: it's it's uh, i'm not surpri- i'm not surprised at all that you went through it cuz it's it isn't it is an enjoyable show oh for sure it just it, it, it it just wears on you after a while. It because we both also watched uh, Galaxy Express Three Nine, which is yes. about the same amount of episodes. But I watched it to completion, and so did same. you. same. Yeah, it, I like. That. There, I there's more. something about Leggy Matsumoto, and you just you just get invested in the universe, even though a lot of the episodes feel samey after a while. If it's the North Star, it has the has a tonal change, and then it just wears on you. Uh, yeah. I will say though again, reiterate. If you watch the movie, you'll get to meet Rao the Conqueror. Oh, I have met Rao the Conqueror. Okay, you met Give you met <laughs> the epic fight with Rao. Yeah, the first one. Yeah, I've had the. First and then that was so wow, fun. I really yeah. like Rao the Conqueror. <laughs>
2: I was I was think I was thinking about dropping it already at that before he showed up, but then he showed up and I'm like, and then I look at the uh, the episode list and I'm like, I'm almost done with part two. Okay, like just hold out, you can do this there's a cool there's a cool enemy here
0: again yeah like you could do this <laughs> my my so t- t- say say uh tell me if i'm wrong here on this one if you want to just get a taste of fist of the north star yeah i'd say watch the first 12 episodes and then the movie you'll kind of, you'll, you'll get exactly what you need out of it and then if you want more there's nine there's like 80 more episodes <laughs> to watch
1: there's the Would there's you say manga, that's out of the realm? Which is one of my favorite manga. Yeah, one of my favorites.
2: Yeah. I see, I'm generally just against watching a few episodes and then skipping to something else. That's just me though. Um But I, I do understand what you're getting at. And yes. Uh, but I would I would say like, because what you can find it's like i'm sure like if you are if you're into this if you're into silly stuff if you're into jojo's bizarre adventure which <laughs> which is heavily uh, influenced by fist of the north star i think you're going to find a quite a bit of enjoyment from fist of the north star but the thing is i think i think the most important thing and that's why i kind of like i said i have to consider drop for the quest is because i also have to take into consideration that i can't spend too long on a show because i have to i have to keep i have to move forward it, it wouldn't be fun if i spent months and months and months and months and not have a single update so i can't slow down too much and that's kind of eventually that point where i get to where i'm like i'm watching too many episodes a day and i don't really care and i'm bored i don't really pay attention anymore mm. like i like it's lost me and that's you know that just gets worse and worse if i keep forcing myself to to watch it So uh, it's like, but I definitely think like... Yeah, you don't want to get burned out either on a show you actually like. Exactly. So it's like, I definitely think like, this this is very watchable. Like I just say, make sure you take your time and there's no shame in, you know, I don't know, watch like you watch through part one because this is separated into parts. Let's say you watch part one, then you take a break, you watch something else, then you come back and you watch part two take a break again go back and watch part three part three is pretty, very short so so you could watch part three and part four but like that's kind of you know kind of t- picture it like how you how uh, jojo's is divided up in the terms of the anime right it's mm-hmm. all divided up into into two parts so it's like you know i could totally see like people watching fist of the north star the same way they would watch jojo's like you know you watch one part and then you take a break and then wait for the next part <laughs> yeah except in this case it's all out but it depends, of course, on how much you like it. I'm sure there are people who's good, who will pick up Fist and an North Star and they'll enjoy it and just speed through the entire thing. Because it's definitely a fun ride. You know, I never oh, get yeah. tired. I never get tired of Harry and kanga Oh, my God. <laughs> <Wabble. Jeez. laughs> like, that That never gets... That never grew... I never grew tired of that. And I was actually upset well, when he stopped too, saying that. You still have the, the shirt <laughs> was...
1: ripping and the... Oh, da, 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 da. That is the, also the best oh, yeah. part of it.
2: <laughs> yeah, that
1: the regenerating yeah. shirt.
2: <laughs> uh, nice. No, yep, it's definitely it's definitely like an enjoyable show, but uh, like I said, it just kind of had to come to an end, sadly. Um, other than that, I watched I watched the OVA Area Eighty Eight from nineteen eighty five. Um, like I had a lot of problems with it. But I like I like dogfights. There's like you know you're following a guy who essentially gets tricked by his friend into becoming a uh, pilot gets for like foreign he legion. He gets tricked. He gets fucked. Yeah, he gets he he gets drunk. He, like he gets drunk and then he ends up signing a paper.
0: His friend then, gets him drunk and then send makes him sign a paper yep. to send him off to uh, be a, um, uh, a foreign a, legion. Uh, He's in a war that he
2: has nothing to do with.
0: So uh, yeah, he ends up becoming a pilot, a fighter
2: pilot, and uh, you know. I really like the dog fights, I gotta say. The attention to detail in that OVA was mwah. I love I love yes. the dog fights. That was just like watching bullet casings fly by, watching like everything. It's like oh god, this is like this is like what dreams are made of. This is what Sakuga fan fanboys like me love. Those like very unnecessary, pretty <laughs> little de- details to animation. It's just like yes, no. There was this so much stuff. to like.
0: Yeah, there was so much <laughs> to like about Area Eighty Eight. Yeah, sadly the story wasn't. There wasn't one of them. No, it, you know, it's a short OVA. What is it like? Five episodes? Uh, yeah, three actually. If I'm not mistaken, three. Yeah, just it's a real shame that it it couldn't at least go to six to twelve because there was so much to break down in in the story. Uh, but yeah. God damn those dog fights! That is they what makes were. the show. Uh, there is the whole getting you to feel for the character because of the whole romance aspect of it, which is kind of the motivation behind why he's still alive. Yeah. Uh, not not to spoil, but what did you think of the ending? Did it make you mad? Uh, no, it did make me mad, but that was because I like they
2: again. They foreshadowed that very early on, and it was like. I expected it to happen. I expected it to go to that point because it's like... Now, I know a, I know a lot about this. It's like, you know, kind of take the whole veteran situation, right? You've been in war, war, like you have seen horrible shit and then eventually you get to go home and then it's like you're just thrust back into society with no real help or anything. I know right. that that is a problem, that feeling of just, I don't know, unease and like you don't belong here or even, you know, if, you're, mm-hmm. if you have had a really traumatic experience, you might you might even you know have suffered from PTSD and see sites that aren't really there and stuff like that so like i understand i understand what they tried for like i completely agree with their i completely agree with their portrayal i just don't think it's i think it becomes like it's not explored enough like just to put it put it right it's not explored enough to like for me to be okay with how it wraps uh, how it wraps up or how it eventually plays out because like Yes, this is obviously going to happen. That is obvious. They've shown you what, what happens to people already. You know the story of a couple of people at the airbase, and they've right. had pretty similar stories themselves. So it's like, it's always been there. But at the same time, you kind of sit there and you go like, mm, and then it was already for naught, wasn't it?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's so, a ra- yeah, it's a real shame. I I was uh, I had very similar, similar thoughts on it. Like, yeah. Andy makes sense. It pissed me off at first but ultimately I do agree with it yeah um, it's definitely something I would say worth watching especially it's only three episodes oh yeah it's, they're, it's, o- they're
2: over they're over an hour yeah. each so there yeah it's
0: long and that it's
2: long in that regard but uh, yeah no it's definitely it's definitely worth watching and like I said it's like even if you don't don't enjoy the story as much just you know remember there's a lot of dog like the dog fights in that look amazing. And no, the dog fights are not just like,
0: there it is, now it's done. They last. And I like that. Yeah. I kept my interest. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very like I I'd, I'd never seen the closest I've seen to that level of dogfighting or just action with planes. Even cars. Any sort yeah. of vehicle is a uh, Macross Plus. Yeah. Um yeah, Area eighty eight definitely stands out in a lot of ways. It was uh it's uh, yeah, I recommend it. It's not right, well, blow your mind I with would. the story, but <laughs> it's cool. Yeah, no, I definitely say
2: check it out. Like, like you said as well. It's it's three episodes. Like it, yeah. it's easy. You watch an episode a day. That's I'll... fine. <laughs> uh, and uh, last but not least, I dove into Violence Jack, not <laughs> the entirety of Violence Jack. I only did uh, Harlem Bomber Hen from 1986 and. Um, uh. To describe my feelings on, on *Violence Jack is kind of hard. Because it's like, I went into that, to, I went in and watching that for like half an hour, it's a single episode, half an hour. I went into that, and I thought to myself, this is exactly what I expected. Did I like it? No, not really. I did not. <laughs> is it bad? No, I can't say it's bad, because it's exactly what I expected. It is violence, it is sex, it is... But, like, from just a, just a narrative standpoint and, like, a storytelling standpoint, like, eh, there's nothing to pick up on, really. It's kind of like you have violence Jack. He is a man-beast who fights. Who, uh, there, actually, there's a king, slum king, who's kind of grown up, risen to yeah. power, and kind of, he's just utilizing, he, he's the strongest man alive in a, Post-apocalyptic city, actually, it's not even a world, is it? Uh, and he kind of just beats people down,
0: and he treats. It sounds like, like it's playing and... off of uh, Space Cobra a bit, but without the zaniness.
2: Yes, and you know, without any sci-fi elements, and then it's like one day, uh, violence. Jack kind of shows up. That is this mad. He's a beast, but he's like they keep hinting at this. He has signs of in- intelligence, even though he's technically just an animal. And he fights with the Slum King and he almost beats him. And it's like Slum King wants him dead. So he sends all available resources to kill this man. But it's just, uh, Violence Jack is unkillable. And at the end he showed that fucking self-heal ability, which I think is stupid, but okay. Uh, it's, it's gore porn. It's shock, it's shock porn. And, uh. General porn uh, <laughs> it's you know if you're in the mo- if you're in a movie, like the way side sp- uh, explained it to me it's like you know, it makes the most sense if you're really into B movies and you just like seeing you know violence for violence sake that's violence Jack that is why it's called violence Jack it's, <laughs> it wants you to actually like it did, it didn't really try with that it wants you to kind of just get the mindset that this is gonna be guy. Killing bunch of people. Getting mutilated at the same time, but still coming out on top somehow. And then, of course, being able to heal himself at the end. Because
0: otherwise he wouldn't be able to fight the next uh, the next enemy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: uh, you know. Oh, Tori, you'd be, you'd be happy to know I watched uh, about ten episodes of A Certain Show last night. Which is? <laughs> it's A Certain Show from 1975. A with certain show horrendous... From... horrendous English dub voice acting. Teka man. I <laughs> watched Teka man. Oh my god. <laughs> Teka
2: man it's a show I did I did very early on in the 70s for this quest before the podcast started. Uh, oh, I could man. I could only find a dub version of it and holy fuck. <laughs> no, absolutely no. No no no. That was not for me. <laughs> you know topple that out with a weirdly cut western version and then you know you have horrible dubbing on top of that it's like uh uh no I can't I cannot do this for the sake of my sanity I couldn't watch it
0: I can see Uh, why it was super popular it has a lot of that that, uh 70s uh Star Trek vibe going on if you know what I mean where it's, it's people uh explaining the coolness of new technology uh uh, alien invasion. It was very much. It reminded me a lot of of um, oh, Legend Matsumoto, uh, Yamato. Reminded me a lot of Yamato and what they were trying to go for with uh, Earths in Peril. Uh, it's the seventies, so of course the Earth is overpopulated. They're talking about pollution destroying the Earth, uh, resources coming, uh, getting more and more scarce. They have to go out and explore. I was like okay this is all cool I'm into that you know uh, I'm keeping my open mind I'm thinking I'm trying to put myself in the 70s it's what I always try to do when I'm going back in, in decades of shows what yeah. <laughs> what ended up being involuntarily funny was the amount of Tekka something that they were doing and the fact that the main character that becomes Tekka man kept referring to himself in the third person all the mm-hmm. time yeah. So he gets jealous of this alien that comes and helps him out, and he's like, Well, Tekka Man doesn't need you. Tech-A-Man can handle this. Tech-A-Man's gonna get in the space the Teka space shuttle and Tekka kick ass. Like it was just all the time.
2: <laughs> yeah. No. Like you say a lot of stuff, and all I remember from Tech-A-Man was kind of shit. Uh, you know, things <laughs> like um Oh no, my uncle Bob died. Literally, acting like that. I'm I'm Obviously making it bad, but that was their acting in the dub. It was, oh no, my uncle Bob died. It's like, what the hell is going on? It's like Techaman or whatever the fuck his name is sitting in a spaceship and then all of a sudden the girl comes in and is like, Patricia, what are you <laughs> doing here? It's like, wow.
0: They are so robotic. It is painful. It's like There was, there was even robots talking there was there was a whole there was like half an episode consisting of two robots talking to each other so they had to sound oh like robots. Oh my
2: god.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: and these guys do sound like robots and they're not even robots.
1: <laughs> oh no. So, so, the
2: dub was The dub was horrible. I, you can find it. Search, you know, search Space Knight or whatever. Space Knight techman on YouTube. It's going to come up right away the dub. Uh yeah. It's it's, it's pretty, horrible. It's
0: pretty awful and <laughs> but the there's in like I said there's involuntary comedy. I was able to uh torrent a, uh, a sub version and it was significantly better and it made more sense but a lot of the uh, a lot of the issues were still apparent such as um, just the, a lot of the fighting scenes uh, the characters were very one-dimensional d- just uh, it didn't have that grasp that a lot of the other sci-fi shows had but it, it's yeah. definitely for a younger audience that was really in that really wanted to know more about say space technology and they use space Dash something to describe a piece of science all the time mm. in the show as well. So of you have to kind, of, yeah. So it was always. Have you have you gotten the latest reading from the space computer? And I am like, <laughs> oh my god, no. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, or what is great. what does computer say?
2: <laughs> yeah. No, like I mean, again, it's kind of it's it's unfortunate, but it's like you know, especially when you go back in back in time to watch shows like that. You just expect to find find stuff like this because this happened.
0: This no, the same yeah. Thing that happened. <laughs> so when I when I thought about a rating for 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 because I definitely dropped it. <laughs> of course, I, I just watched as much as I could when I was bored, and that was it. I'm like, okay, I've had enough of man I, th- I really, I it came down to okay, what was out during the '70s at the time? How do I how do I feel about you know what kids were going through at the time, right? Uh, yeah. And it ultimately came down to the same way I felt about some super robot shows at the time, such as uh, Raideen, which was extremely popular, but ultimately it was average for the time. And mm. that's the way I felt about tech man Average. Yeah. Well,
2: I mean... For me, like it's kind of hard. I didn't, I didn't score it at all. Like for the quest, it's a one because I dropped it, and uh, I, I didn't really score because I, I I just, I didn't want to hold that dub against it. (laughs) Uh, No, that's why.
0: That's why. That's why I sought out some sort of subversion, and yeah, it did save the terrible voice acting.
2: Yeah, but that's kind of one of the things that I find very interesting because uh, I know we're kind of going kind of off topic, off topic here, but. Like, when I was bored, I went back... I finally went back and watched the... Uh, I don't remember the name off the top of my head right now. But it is what is considered the oldest anime from 1914. Uh, no, 1917, sorry. Right. And uh, it is considered the oldest anime. So I watched that. That's just a short piece of, like, you know, animation. No voice acting, no nothing, no color. Right? It's, and it's something. And I watched that. And I kind of sat there at the end. Right? Now added it to my list. And I, like, think... What do I score this show? It has a very low score now, like you would expect. And I kinda of sit there and I go. Like, I sat there thinking to myself for five minutes like, I actually can't score this. And the reason being is simple. It is the fur it is considered the first an- anime. It is not the first like motion, like drawing motion, but it is the first It's the first like actual piece of animation as we mm-hmm. know it. So like the problem I had with it is Like, the problem with me scoring that was the fact that I don't, I can't compare this to anything. Because everything came after this. This is before anime became anime. This is before, you know, everybody, like, if you're into anime, you'll have learned that anime kind of got its roots and inspiration from Disney. But this is way before that. Right, so it's like, I'm, you're kind of sitting there it's like, there is nothing to like compare this to and say, does this do something that others didn't? Or does this so- do something better or worse? Right. All everything you can think of came later. And as such, yes, of course it does worse than that. What do you expect? It's 1917. They had nothing to draw inspiration from other <laughs> than comics, literally. So it's like, <laughs> you're sitting there it's like, ooh. So yeah, uh, it's kind of, uh, so uh, yeah. That was just me wanting to talk about talk about. That. I want to want to slip that in, and uh, right. to, just to wrap up my my quest update. Um, the violent shack was the last show I watched completely. I thought I'd be able to finish Bubblegum Crisis by today because I only have one more episode to watch, but uh, I didn't. So uh, that is that is going to come up next time, and I'm pretty sure that, or actually, I'm not even pretty sure. I know by the next time we have a podcast, I will have finished the AEs. <laughs> And then and I'll that.
0: And you're not actually going to talk about that because that's a future podcast episode. <laughs> that is true. But I'm going to talk
2: about other things. No, actually. I'm. Wow. I just realized. Never mind. I can't. All the things that are coming up at the end of the 80s are stuff that we have scheduled for a long <laughs> time. So
0: never mind. At some point, yeah.
2: Yep. So I cannot talk about the end of the 80s. Sorry, guys. But I will. No, I won't. Never mind. You no. won't have a quest no. update like next time. I can finally <laughs> talk
0: again. Woo. All right, we're approaching. All of
1: those enemies are in my list. I was, I was, I was putting. Nah, yeah. Sorry, worry. Hickey. It I, lasted. I it lasted longer uh, than expected.
0: 88,
1: Eighty-eight. It's on my list. Definitely, it will be getting some priority after what I heard. Uh, I'm adding the other ones, including Tekamet <laughs> because I really, I really like trains. I mean, on fire so yeah <laughs> yeah
2: nah i mean i would i would like, literally like if you know no
1: no no, no. we're going thing. dead what are yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. you <we're> talking about yeah
2: <laughs> yeah i mean sure if you have the mental fortitude to go through that entire thing yeah. you be my enemy number
1: thousand will become one of friends <laughs> so yeah i i might have the strength that
2: I'm gonna go out on a limb and say sure. that Takuma is so probably it'll way be, worse than Kamino. it will be
1: it will be an obstacle to best.
0: Oh boy, <laughs> well, we're at the two-hour mark. We are. Uh, I think it's a great time to start laughing even more. <laughs> yep. Let's get into let's get into comedy. So, uh, comedy and anime has a lot of Japanese culture in it. First yes, and foremost obviously obviously <laughs> most anime comes from japan as far as i'm can as far uh, as i can tell and france
1: well. sometimes
0: and france now uh yeah a lot of a lot of cultural references um a, a very different humor that plays yeah uh, on their language Blaze, and yes. their way of lives um yeah. it definitely takes a lot it definitely takes an open mind uh, coming from the west, or or basically anything outside Japan, to really understand how what makes them laugh, will it make you laugh the same way? Because I'll no. be honest, when I was living in Germany, a lot of that humor didn't really flow with me the same way as say comedy does in English, because so much plays off of the language, how the language structure works, mm-hmm. um, and this is how I th- so. I wasn't really into a lot of comedy anime until after I had that different kind of cultural outlook on life. Does that make sense to you guys? Yeah. Since you guys, English isn't your first language, I I, I don't know if that occurred to you much sooner in life. I imagine it did.
2: Uh, Well, I mean, like, the thing here, though, is i cannot say i've had this like experience with like english comedy or american comedy being like sounding weird to me or not clicking with me Mm -hmm. but that is mostly because you know i am i am like from this golden generation of pretty much everything i've ever experienced has been either norwegian or american because you know all tv here is either norwegian or american we have a lot of american tv so i've Again, that's one of the reasons why I speak why I speak English as well as I do. I've been surrounded by English my entire life through different media, loudness, right. and everything else. Right. So it's like so I've not had that. Right. Having American comedy in my face has just always been there. So it's kind of I I find it funny uh, a lot of it, not everything, but I mean nobody finds everything funny, no matter what it is. So. Uh, but I definitely felt it when I started watching anime and I started watching, uh, like Japanese humor because I realized quite f- quickly that, you know, apart from the very obvious slapstick humor which Japan still is a huge fan of, um, you do end up coming in, going in, and you will if you watch comedy anime, you will eventually, or even in regular anime, you will eventually find those incredibly cringy, uh, cringy like. Uh, yeah, puns that they like to do based on their own language, and right. if you do not understand Japanese, that means
0: fuck all. You don't understand. Shit. Yeah, you get a lot. Of, you you especially get a lot of that <laughs> oh. in Detective Conan because yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of mysteries unsolved just because of the way their yeah. language works. Uh, yeah, some people try to pretend, try to say that Japan doesn't have
2: puns. They do have puns. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it just doesn't work in the same way. As it I does might in have fooled around,
1: you know, English stuff my entire life. Uh not my entire life but like a good portion of it. A lot of T V series, movies and stuff like that. I'm not although I enjoy watching comedies, uh doesn't matter the country. I'm not a very comedy guy. I'm not a I'm not a huge fan of comedies. It doesn't look like because you know, I I'm I joke a lot and, and stuff like that, but I watch a bunch of uh a bunch of comedies, a bunch of comedy shows. But I I'm I have a very peculiar kind of humor that nowadays if I say it out loud the police might come and beat me up or a feminist or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So I might just don't don't say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I don't I really don't laugh a lot. I'm I I have this very stone-faced. Uh, Tori saw me when we did voice chat one day. And Senpai even joked saying I was intensely staring at the, the notebook. That that was my face. I, I don't laugh a lot. I don't make a lot of yeah. sound. Usually I just jiggle. Japanese, my problem with Japanese yeah. humor is that it's too damn Japanese. <laughs> uh, so like sometimes it resonates mm. with what you what what your interestings or the comedy in your country or the you know the comedy the comedy you used to, sometimes you get the joke, uh, the workplace. they love wordplays. Most of the the jokes are usually wordplays. Uh, something that it, it and you know, for yeah. me wordplays are the 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 most difficult ones. I'm used to the I'm used to wordplays. I understand most of them, but it, it doesn't make me laugh it doesn't make me jiggle doesn't make me even have a a proper uh a proper reaction to it they just stand there looking at the screen they also love slapstick a lot uh we especially if they yeah
0: yeah the physical and humor the, is especially i forgot high. The,
1: the terms but the the straight man the dumb guy and the straight man they love it uh they also love the stereotypes yeah. a lot and one thing that
0: Oh, no, well, not, not stereotypical only. Country yeah, does.
1: I know, but like they really pull out like kansai, uh, like the kansai region from Osaka and, and such. They are, they are, they are.
0: Oh, with not like, only dialects, but like from
1: yeah. Osaka. Yeah. They usually are the the comedians, the comedians in, in Japanese uh, in Japanese culture, uh, because a, bu- uh-huh. there, uh, a lot of Japanese comedians, comedians, they came from Osaka. So in anime, we will have the Osaka people usually doing the ah, it's boke and it's it's idiot and, and straight man. In two cars, we have a a team from Osaka, and they do that a lot. Uh, you know, someone says something dumb, and they usually slap them and correct, and you know, has a reaction to it. Also, something they really like is are the catchphrases. They love catchphrases for some reason. I don't know why. Like every single time a character has a catchphrase or has something they always say. Uh and no, sometimes it's very difficult to understand the Japanese humor. Or oh, well, yeah, not like only verbal tick. checks, but like uh you remember Show Me Sample. Do you remember that anime? they would, they would I always didn't. refer to a to a comedian to a japanese comedian that his catchphrase whenever he told the joke mm. was like catch or something like that with emotion uh yeah. you know yeah they really like it that really... kind of humor and sometimes
2: yeah that's kind of like again cut what, I assume this is what you want to get at, uh, what you're getting at, but it's like they really like the whole like, uh, they like in, in Japan, when it comes to humor, a lot of a lot of the way, like a lot of humor they use works in a way that like, they like to beat at dead horse. Yeah, guess. Yeah. To, to put it as straight as possible, they they find it they find it funny to say a joke and then say it again and say it again and say it again and say it again. And it's like the point is like the more you hear it, eventually it'll be funny. Even though it's not necessarily funny the first time, though to a lot of, like Westerners, that is just you know you're killing a joke. You have a joke that is not funny, and you keep saying it. It's like, why do you do yeah. this? This is not funny.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, a good a good example of of that just from recent memory is the anime Love Tyrant. Yeah, mm-hmm. a a show about total nonsense 95 percent of the time, and a lot of just beating the dead horse over and over again, such as the girl just stabbing the main character. Because she's a Yandere character. She She's crazy. Ha 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 ha. Sounds like something we've watched. <laughs> Sounds like, <laughs> like something we've watched. Yeah, <laughs> we had the <that> whole girl <laughs> last season. But yeah, it's it's just, okay, if if you if, if that doesn't get you the first time, why would it get you yeah. the next like, 13 Like One times? of those <laughs> things
1: that they do a lot, and I, I wish I would know is wordplay. Because Japanese language is very rich. Uh, they have a lot of alphabets they have a lot of words they have a lot of ways of pronunciating a yeah. word so sometimes they change a word and it gives it a whole new meaning so that that is something that is it is funny but because we don't have that background we can't understand and sometimes people say oh i don't like the wordplay because i don't understand if i don't understand those it's it's not funny well that's not true it's it's just that you don't understand you will never understand everything that is going on but it's it's something that i would love to to understand you know i would love to to one day watch an anime and catch the the little wordplay they are doing without the translator telling me on the screen saying translator note uh they're making a wordplay in this part because <laughs> it kills the joke it gives the purpose of the joke you know when you when you have to explain yeah. the joke, it's not funny You're not it's not maybe maybe you can jiggle, maybe you can say, oh it's funny, but mm. inside deep down, it won't be funny, it won't be as funny as it could be
0: yeah so culture plays a plays a large role, and i have an example of how because uh, a lot of people see german as not a funny language not a funny culture not funny people okay mm-hmm. there's even jokes about making fun of that so i have a joke here that i remember from when i was in germany okay okay, okay? and it's funny to me now because i experienced the culture but when i first got there and i heard jokes like this I didn't really, it wasn't, it didn't resonate at all. So I. this is me kind of in, uh, uh, giving you an example of how a different culture may not be funny right now, but you might understand it later and then it'll become funny. Okay. 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 So you ready? And I've translated yes. this. I've translated this. <laughs> so it's in English. So don't worry. <laughs> okay. A German and American place bets on whose house would be built first. Four weeks later, the American said, only 14 days. I'm done. The German replies, only 14 more days to fill out this form, and then I can start.
1: Wait, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. That's the joke. I think I understood it. So yeah, I, I think...
0: <laughs> hold on.
1: Hold on. Here. Yeah. Eh.
0: So, German German society is built on this on this heavy yes, yes, bureaucracy. I, society. I have a bunch of Germans where I live, uh, so that's
1: why I got the joke.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, so see, I find it hilarious because I go, yeah, fourteen fucking more forms, fourteen days. Like, yeah, you're gonna take forever. Ha 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 I find it Well,
2: wow. see there's kind of there's a problem for me immediately. Because when you say that, I'm immediately reminded of my <laughs> own culture, and uh, we have a serious planning problem when it comes to stuff like that. So I can I can relate to that, to that when it's like we have we have this problem. Where it's like we want to start a project, and it's like let's do it. We're having meetings right now. We're going to talk about this, and then you know they sit there and they talk about. It. They have meetings. They're meeting after meeting after meeting. Plans are being made. They do this for months, and then eventually, pro- uh, the project starts, and everybody's like, "So, what are we actually doing?" And it's like, "Oh, good question." Let's go back to <laughs> the meeting. It's like... Good job, good job, you did it. Yeah. Uh, so, do yeah. you do
0: you guys have a uh, have a have a joke from your culture? From like uh, hickey in oh, Brazil is there a Brazilian joke that are not maybe racist? only funny to Brazilians.
1: Uh, like. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well because like. The <laughs> problem with my state is that I live in a state, and this the stereotype for my state is that we don't like the other Brazilians. And you know, I'm I'm not saying it's okay. it's
3: mm-hmm.
1: false, true, uh, okay. But the problem is uh, because of history and okay. stuff like that, we kind we are kind of isolated. And yeah, we usually are very cold and uh, cold to other people if 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 you stop me on street i'll help you to go whatever you want but i'll hardly if i see you having trouble i'll mm-hmm. hardly stop you know that is like it, it is like that if you if you ask me i'll stop i'll even show you around but if you don't do so i'll stay on my way i won't get involved i don't really care my state is like that and because of that we have a bunch of things we say about the other states they are jokes, but you know, if you're not in Brazil, if you don't live here, if you don't know how we we say, like how we talk to other to other people from from other states, you won't get it. Okay, like a state above mine, we say people that live there are very lazy, and so we have the the road bumps. We say we say we just hit someone from that mm-hmm. state that was laying down in the street because they were lazy you would go up yes. <laughs> yeah when someone in the bitch near my house there's a state uh there's a state uh again right next to mine where people usually go they don't have a a seashore so they usually on the the summer they go from the, their state to my state you know and you only see people from that state on the on the shore and we say oh, those people think th- oh those people think that the sea is a lagoon and you know when, when when people drown, we probably when where, yeah when people oh, drown it. we okay. say, we joke about it and say oh it was, it was it was probably someone from that state because you know they they don't know that thing called wave, you know and, and stream that kind of stuff. They're bad jokes. <laughs> but like if you if you don't live here, if you
0: yeah that's that, that sounds similar to uh, that sounds similar to the American stereotype joke black, oh p- black people can't swim.
1: We don't have yeah. like <laughs> something like that. Like it's it's kind oh. of similar to to the Japanese one. If you don't know uh why like someone say, Oh, that person is from Kyoto. You know, and you say why sh she's behaving like that because she's on Kyoto. No, it's a stereotype. They use that a lot. You know. They use that heavily, 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 yeah. heavily. Uh it's not only we have a lot of countries use that as well. I know that American stand-up comedy love using stereotypes, uh, but still, they oh, God, because yeah. what I think it is in anime we see like let's narrow it down to anime and how Japanese it is. But if you think about it, anime although it's highly Japanese and we always say that it's it focuses on Japanese people. They are not doing that for outsiders. They are doing that for Japanese. The comedy they use right. are very yeah. broad and very universal. You know, they use catchphrases, stereo, stereotypes, slap, slapsticks, and the most in Uh Those are very universal. Any any country will have wordplays. will have stereotypes, you know, that kind of things. So, when you when you mm. narrow down, it's a universal kind of uh, kind of comedy. The problem is, it's another country. It's another culture. So yeah, we have slapstick, but it's it feels different. Uh, yeah, we have radio programs. Uh, yes, and one 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 of my favorite comedy uh, comedy shows that is Cor- Cromati High School. Uh, there is a whole sequence. Talking about mm-hmm. <laughs> one of the delinquents uh, sending those little uh, letters to a to a program and using a a pen name. So they they it's usually they send it the uh, the Japanese some of the people some of the the radio programs have this where a person with a pen name can send a letter with a wordplay joke, you know and they read it on the the fucking program on the 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 radio program and you know it it's an entire scene where the main character also do also does that and this delinquent learns that this is the guy who's who he's looking for and he they does they don't interact it's just like the delinquent uh l- listening to the the main character talking to his friends when you watch it i didn't understand i didn't thought it was funny <laughs> You know because it's very unique to Japan and Japan also have a lot of diff- difficult doing something to outsiders because again of the history how close they are so you know it's not a matter of how it's not it's a matter of how Japanese it is and not how different it is like they use a lot of these joke they like beating dead horses that kind of stuff I think it's more how Japanese they can get
2: Yeah, well, I mean, just to kind of explain my col- my culture as well, because uh, I'm from uh, I'm from Norway, and uh, I'm from Bergen, Norway. So uh, especially how we're perceived by others is kind of big here, because Bergen, uh, like people from Bergen, are considered quite patriotic. We love our city; it's the best city in Norway, of course. So obviously, mm-hmm. why wouldn't we? Uh, so a lot of people like picture us as looking down on others, and sure, we can do that. We're we're incredibly rude, like in our culture, like in our in our culture in our language in in Bergen, where it's like you know swear words are naughty, they're bad. Uh, fuck is a completely normal word to use in everyday in an everyday conversation here, like that is just you. That's just something you do. Uh, I got so, yeah,
0: I got the same thing in Germany.
2: Yeah, right. So it's like that's kind of how we are. So. Then when it comes to our comedy, we can be incredibly rude. We're considered by a lot of people, especially people around us, we're considered incredibly silly and funny, uh, and that is because we like to just make fun of everything, even ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like just, and we're being very, very. We're always rude about it. It's it's not so. It's nothing about, like, and it doesn't have to be necessarily stereotypes. Just it's blunt everything. humor. It's very blunt humor. yes. Yeah. And then, of course, probably the thing that Norway is the most famous for. Who here knows uh, what does the fox say? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's by a Norwegian group called the Elvis Brothers. Right. Uh, they're a they're a comedy duo, or actually, they're in pretty much every kind of entertainment duo. They're incredible. They can do everything: play instruments, sing, dance, act. They yeah, they're multi-talented. So you couldn't so like, say that's crazy. And we have always, for like as long as I can remember, we've had a tradition of doing that, making like comedy music right Where it's like we sing and just yeah make jokes out of that uh sadly sadly who uh, what does the fuck say became popular i prefer, I prefer, I prefer oh Stonehenge. i heard that yes yeah, it's very Stonehenge, funny we so should look that up that is a very that's a very good <laughs> who the fuck builds a stone <laughs>
1: uh
2: i like them oh yeah we have all, we have a lot of that and it's like it can even be chi- childish. I remember another another group from like my local city Bergen, uh, called uh, Fast Men or Rusky Men, which whichever we call Norwegian. Like they make a lot of silly silly jokes. I loved them as a kid. They had this they had this song dedicated to poop, and it basically they just go through every like every dialect in Norway and finds different ways to say to say. Uh, Say poop, like, say say poop, and then it's like, they change it into English and to Swedish and stuff like that. And it's just like, that's kind of, our humor can be very childish at times as well. Well, I've, I've, I've seen, I've seen
0: a, I've seen a piece of humor like that when, when it, in terms of language, how, um, they take, there's a, uh, they take a word from all the romantic languages. So there's Italian, English, French, Spanish, and Portuguese. And then at the end of it, they put the German translation of the word. So you have um, you have like the word for airplane, okay? Like aeroplane, airplane, etc., etc. And then it gets the German Flughafen, and he just yells it. (laughs) Yeah. To a German, that wouldn't be all that funny, because then you would see the other way around, where it's all those other words sounded dainty and lame. Lame. Like that's our word, Flughafen. Lame. Uh... (laughs) Well, excuse me if I'm not. (laughs) Well, it wouldn't be funny to them. Saying hey few
1: at the end of my phrases, you piece of <laughs> shit. Uh,
2: <laughs> we yeah, I mean that's another thing, like and uh, we we do love that because you know we're close to Germany, so we do like to make fun of Germans, especially Germans' way of speaking, even though we don't necessarily speak in German. I remember like a skit from Fast Men where they did like the world history in five minutes, and then they get to World War Two, and then it's just like while the while the people were in hiding, the Germ- the Germans were out. That's like one of the guys come on, come on stage and he's just like, just just like the most stereotypical German German English accent ever. Is there anyone here? <laughs> <laughs> it's just you No know, there's no one here. Just keep going. Oh,
0: okay then. <laughs> it's cold here, anyways. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I no have a, I have a, I have one more German joke. Okay, because okay. a lot of um, I'm getting the feeling that Norwegian and, and German humors are very similar. Uh, kind of, but Germans are
2: considered less funny than us. Right. Ah. Well, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the uh, okay, so a lot of German jokes also uh, don't really have punchlines, and as Hickey mentioned earlier, with Japanese, there's a lot of a lot of uh, catchphrases.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So Germans are more statement-based, uh, very much singular to to bluntness as i as i experienced so here's here's one i have right. uh hell is the place where the english cook italians control the traffic systems and the germans make tv
1: okay hang on repeat
0: yeah. <laughs> another, another thought hell 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 is the place where the english cook italians control traffic systems and the germans make yeah TV. No, I... that implies that germans make oh, terrible okay. tv programs <laughs> Mm-hmm. So like it, they're just they're just f- to 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 us they're just facts. Like yeah, but it's that's the joke. It's funny. It's just yeah because it's true. It's it's like shit. You're right. <laughs> yeah, that's German think, humor.
2: Yeah, we have a bit of that as well. I like I always like to think that, but it's like that comes in in a crude way. So I think that it's always for us. It's always it has a bit of a punchline to it, but it's just like you know there's this like uh, there's this debate program that goes on TV here every Friday I think mm-hmm. it's either Friday or Saturday and it's like it's technically a debate program but it's obviously a comedy program because even though everybody there is quite smart and they can debate everything they obviously just resort to jokes right there, there's so many like blanket statements where they're to- talking uh, talking about like it could be a- anything like there comes a statement up and then it's just like Oh yeah, that, that must be that must be about how insert name of poli, of Norwegian politician. How glad how glad they are in child pornography. Yeah, I can relate. Right, <laughs> <laughs> just like, stuff like that, <laughs> like kind of just, that just like even making that's why I say even making fun of ourselves, right? Because like somebody like somebody says that oh he's into child pornography, it's like oh yeah I can relate. <laughs> that's
0: right? like it comes out of nowhere. Okay, so here's here's a humor question then. We see an anime, uh, whether it be. Incest humor, uh, pedoph- pedophilic humor. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Why do you think this is?
1: Yeah, it has culture It has something to do with culture, culture. Sure. definitely, definitely.
0: Japan, Japan,
2: yeah, Japan does have a history of this. Uh, it's not uncommon for uh, like you know, I'm not sure if it was in the Edo period, it probably was. Uh, but I mean, you know, you did have a pro- have a case of like lords and stuff like that. They had slave boys, Uh uh, usually young boys, and they were, of course, sex toys. So, you know, they were often very young, and yeah, they were there to attend to their master's pleasures and stuff like that. And it's like, Japan has kind of had a... It's not just that far, it's not just that far back either, it's kind of stretched over there, they've kind of always had a problem with this, because, like some people like to argue that in Japan that it is a part of their culture and it is but you know the question then becomes is this is it right or is it wrong and there's still still even in Japan to this day there's still debates going on whether or not that should be considered acceptable or not they're pushing more and more people yeah, it's, it's not but there's still yeah, not they, they there. also yes, it is not okay,
1: unpolitically <laughs> correct uh, politically incorrect to humor a lot especially with Uh, uh, sadism masochism you know that goes into this lipstick a lot Uh, yeah but it's cultural it's it's something like it's something that you can avoid because like usually the shows you enjoy are the shows that Mm. it's either like what can i say hyper comedy like everything is hyped every every single there's
0: yeah lot, like there's a lot of uh, high
1: energy uh, yes. Nichijou, or niche bros there's a lot of hype going on and you know you find it funny yeah. because that hype humor might translate well into your language or into your culture then like going on Cromati high and like one of the jokes is that oh there's this guy that looks like a gorilla or, like there's this new delinquent that looks like a gorilla in the other classroom you should go and look it out the guy goes open the door and it's a monkey it's literally right. a monkey you know they do that three times there's like oh this guy there's this foreign guy you know he's huge you should go there and, and see what he's up to maybe fight him to you know earn some respect he opens it's fucking freddie mercury <laughs> and he goes back and is like so what did you do what was his, his name is like i don't know i i would just call him freddie you know that kind of stuff, and Freddie Mercury is a is a character on the fucking show. Uh-
0: <laughs> <laughs> so there's That's a the type of high. there's a type of comedy I feel that that blends well across cultures and languages, uh, and it doesn't involve a lot of language. It's situational humor. So you see this with a lot of uh, like romantic romantic comedies where. Uh, certain situations develop where you awkwardly walk in on someone doing something and they're, they're in a compromising position accidentally or uh, two people are trying to confess to each other and then someone interrupts um, these kind of things uh, b- blend well across nations, you know, we all get it you know, because yeah. there's a lot of adolescent humor there that we, we've all kind of experienced at one point um, or are experiencing if you're around that age uh, you know that, that that's why I think that's why I feel these types of uh, genres and shows uh, are more well received, uh, received as more funny than, say, a gintama. Gintama is a great example of it's extremely popular in Japan. It's to them extremely funny. Every joke hits. You know that that. Uh, but say to us in the West and outside of Japan, it. You know, you may not get it most of the time. Uh, the slapstick may get yeah, tiresome. Yeah. A lot of the references are to their culture. Yeah, definitely. You know? I
2: I would normally agree with you if it weren't for the fact that you use Gintama as a as an example because Gintama is one of those comedy shows that are also huge outside well, of Japan. yeah, I guess,
1: but like, it's it's yeah, so it's, it's like, popular inside the under- you know culture that is being building up. So. Most of people know what they are referencing, you know, what kind of humor you should expect. But if you show Gintama to a random person, they won't find that funny.
2: No, of course, of course. But it's the point I'm trying to make is that within the anime culture, Gintama is probably somebody like... Gintama is the comedy that is easiest for people to get. It doesn't take that much, you know... Inside knowledge. Like uh, one of my least favorite forms of comedy is referential humor because f- to me, I don't f- I don't laugh la hearing somebody make a absurd reference to another show I've watched, right? And it's like, and the other problem with that is uh, to a lot of people this isn't going to be funny because they might not have watched the show they're referencing, so right. the joke is gone, right? Gintama, Gintama does a good job of like keeping. It's comedy for the most part down to something that people get. Or at the very least, they can see with their own eyes. <laughs> so it's like, that's at least my experience with Gintama. So it's like, in that case, I would say Gintama is, you know, well, while it still applies, it is at least within the anime sphere. Yes, if you were to show it to somebody completely around there, they'd probably go like, what the hell is this? But
0: yeah, at that's least kind of the, at, saying, at least
2: within the anime sphere, Gintama is like, probably as one of the closest things you're going to get to a universally understood comedy.
0: No, I was more or less making the reference. If you showed it to someone outside of Japan, they're not an anime fan, they wouldn't get it, as opposed to, yeah. as opposed to say something like, I mean, you could even show something like Family Guy to a person in Asia, and they it's so referential um, and so much based on the culture of America that they might not get it. Yeah, but
2: I mean that's kind of important, right because yeah. uh, with with a lot of stuff you can you can pretty much do that with anything. Uh, as, if people aren't really in into that thing, right? It's kind of like the team go completely away from comedy. It's like trying to it's like trying to explain why football is the greatest sport in the world to somebody who's not interested in football. Right? You're you're speaking a foreign language to them. Right? Well, so first kind of, of all,
0: like... uh, football slash soccer for the American audience. Yes, uh, It is the greatest sport on the planet. It is. I'm is biased, I can see anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just because you don't like it doesn't dispute that fact. <laughs> the World Cup is the most watched sporting event. Period. So, uh, I have a joke <laughs> for you guys, and then we can move on to some uh, some good uh, comedy anime. Alright? Yep. And I think this works across all yes. languages. You ready? Okay. A... Uh, Guy walks on walks in walks in on on another person, and he's having uh, he appears to be dead. Okay, calls an ambulance, freaking out. Uh, Miss, 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 I've come across a body. Uh, He he seems to be he seems to be uh, in trouble. What should I do? Person on the other line goes, "All right, check to see if he's dead." Pop, pop. Okay, now what? (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh that one okay let's see i have one i have one i, I remember one, uh, <laughs> a, Nothing a, one a, a, no, a young man no a young man I'm smiling, was smiling but am walking on the beach one day and then he saw a old sage saving a little turtle there was like a thousand of them every single one was turned down and oh, he took one of the turtles and put it on the on the water, the young boy doesn't not understanding what was going on, went to the sage and said, "Why are you saving only one? What difference does it make to save only one?" The sage looked at him and said, "It's not your problem. go fuck yourself." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so mean
0: <laughs> uh. i don't
1: know like one thing that i i can also yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> that really <laughs> took a left turn it's immoral it's 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 just a, no. like you shouldn't and that is you know that is, you should own your own like your own business you know yeah mind your own business don't, mind your don't own don't business. Go mess with people yeah. that are quiet in the, the corner
2: <laughs> and that's the kind of com- comedy i'm in i'm uh more, ex- more experience well or like i know more i would go crack a joke the problem is that a lot of no, are no- a lot of norwegian jokes requires you to actually watch uh <laughs> like what what hickey just did kind of reminds me of a uh like uh for another like comedy show i watched like this scene this was broadcasted in like perfect broadcasting time and it got a bit of uh controversy surrounding it because again this goes to show how crude norwegian humor is um and essentially what it is it's I don't remember the full context. It's a guy living with his... He lives with his uh, parents. He technically plays a lot younger than he actually is. He lives with his parents, right? And there was something. Yes, he, he, I remember. He got a new bike, and he had placed it in the uh, in a garage. So he wanted to show his parents, right? And it's kind of just normal. He's just having a normal conversation with his parents. He says, I got something to show you. Uh, so they, he takes his parents, and they... And he opens the garage door. They enter the garage. And he, of course, goes straight straight over to his bike. And he's said, look at this bike. And act- acting like everything is normal. Yet his parents are standing there in shock looking around. Because all over the, the walls of that entire garage, like in full nude glory, is a bunch of buff naked guys with their penis showing all over the place. <laughs> and that is kind of, again, to reference that nor- crude Norwegian humor. That's of course got a lot of backlash because this was played at a time where <laughs> kids are watching and everything. It's just like, you have a bunch of uncensored full frontal nudity? <laughs> right, but it's kind of like, again, that is Norwegian mm. humor. Yeah. I guess true. We like that stuff. We like to kind of just push yeah,
1: that yeah. line. I guess to finish off, <laughs> like, comedy in Japan. Comedy in Japan is good. They have good comedies. Like comedians, they, they have good comedy. But comedy is good mm-hmm. with another genre. Uh, an adventure and comedy, a romance in comedy, as we see a lot. Especially nowadays, we see a lot of uh, rom coms going around. Mystery, mystery in comedy, not really oh, yeah. a lot, but usually they also do drama and comedy, like because why not? But when you get that, uh, also slice of life in comedy goes hand in hand. But when you get pure comedy shows. They get hard to understand because you're gonna have, you're gonna, you, you have a hundred percent human humor, Japanese humor, Japanese culture. So, in a sense, that a hundred percent pure Japanese comedy show is a good, it's good to understand how society works because you know, you, it, it kind of explains well how the society in Japan works. Like, one joke that no one never gets like catches the vending machines in the background there's a bunch of vending machines every single every single time that is a joke uh japanese uh japanese human shows will have a lot of vending machines around out of nowhere like they will be in a fucking desert and it will have a vending machine that kind of stuff so you know when they are part of another show, like another genre, they have another genre, show, like shonen is not a genre, but action and, and comedy, romance and comedy, they're good because they are jokes. They are normal jokes. But when you get that 100% Japanese humor show, that is when it gets complicated because you won't get the jokes. The wordplay will will be very heavy. Uh, so you have a bunch of translator notes mm-hmm. on the screen and you, know, you can't, watch the show like that you won't have the the attention span like enough attention span to read the notes you understand then you know un- interpreting what the characters are saying and then understanding the joke when you understand the joke the joke is dead you know it's not funny anymore
2: yeah i mean like as i know what i know what a senpai is going to get mad at me for saying but i did one of the things i really like about japanese comedy or one of the, one of the shows I really like is TQ. I think that is hilarious. That is a two-minute short. <laughs> a lot of episodes, and that is it is basically rapid-fire jokes. So it doesn't matter if you don't like every joke. It is joke, 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 just thrown at you, and that is every kind of Japanese joke you can you can gather. Like it is, you know, it is puns, like language jokes. It is references to absolutely everything. It is even. Like Hickey just said, like the things were like uh, like comedy based on Japanese culture. So at Chess there was an episode I remember where they all eventually—they I don't remember what they're doing—they eventually end up like floating away, and then they end up in a desert or whatever. or yeah, they were floating in the ocean, they were in a desert, whatever. Everything that happened, no matter where they were, they come across either a vending machine or a convenience store. Why is this? Well, because in Japan, they're everywhere. Right. Just <laughs> so like they're like, we're starving. Yeah. Well, let's just go <laughs> into the convenience store. It's like what? like that's kind of that that is tiki right and it doesn't leave that's why i think tiki is funny because it doesn't linger on this joke it doesn't give you time to think about it it's not like it's it's not like it's there it's just kind of that happened no let's go on let's move on
0: there's a similar there's a similar joke to that in family guy where uh brian and stewie are in a desert yeah and they're starting to uh see you know illusions and whatnot because they're dehydrated and they go oh look (laughs) a coca-cola machine and then as they get closer, and they finally get to it, you you were thinking it's, it was going to be an illusion. That goes, oh, it was just an RC code <sighs> machine. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah,
2: so that, there you have there you have examples like where comedy kind of overlaps because we do have sort of similar things in the West as well.
0: Yeah. Uh, God, there was a German joke like that too. I'm trying to remember, it had something to do with Fanta, of course, but you, yeah. you get the idea. So I would like to uh, just get what you guys uh some of your favorite comedy anime are and then we'll go into uh Bludgeoning angel Dokoro-chan.
1: okay let's see all right uh kromachi high uh, school Hickey. it's very japanese if you're not like okay it is of the course. heaviest japanese comedy show i think i ever watched so if you're not used to it no it's a is school it a romantic full of comedy <laughs>
0: Okay, Cromarty. Yes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a tally. Of so this. if you're not, I'm if you're not used, for sure. because
1: like if you're watching a historical show, if you're watching a action show, if you're watching whatever show that is in Japan that goes in Japan, there's gonna be a bunch of Japanese culture that you're gonna get eventually. But this show, there's a lot of things, there's a lot of things that I okay, don't think it's funny because I simply don't get because I'm not Japanese. But still, I think it's funny, especially because there's fucking Freddie Mercury on the show. I think it's hilarious uh some of the jokes like <laughs> how to be a delinquent that kind of stuff it's it's funny i think it's funny uh but i would say at least half of this show i couldn't i could get the jokes but i i didn't thought it was funny still i think it's good to you talk about the show it's one of my favorites i my me which is a short and there's mm-hmm. three seasons it is it's, it's just craziness yeah, yeah, it's oh, one of my favorites before, of yeah. the year, I guess, of one of the seasons of the year. I don't know. Uh, you asked that on the on the squad channel. uh It is fun. It's quick. It's 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 better than TQ. It's less cancerous. Like I won't say it's better than TQ because I I haven't Shut watched up. TQ yet, so I can affirm that. But like, it's just too funny. Exactly. One of the one of the season one. Well, I think it's the second season ending theme has a duck blowing one of the characters like a sex ball sex doll <laughs> it's just craziness you don't know what is going on it takes you forever to understand what is going on at the, on the show mm-hmm. and you don't care it's just simply funny you don't you don't see the the uh, the outcome that things have you know the jokes are usually are on the outcome or on the on the ideas the characters have to do something i have Nichijou. Most of jokes on Ichijo are situation jokes and they usually do not repeat. Or if they repeat, it's not on the same way they did before. So they keep fresh. You have... Uh, right. Danshi Kokosen on Ichijo. So that's, you uh, asked for four, like...
0: That should, okay, that's... We'll say... I'll say uh I'll say slash, Like,
1: put situation comedy, like
0: yeah or situational situational, situational slap or situational. because like
1: you sense. you have one of the characters that she always stand on the on the on the uh on the oh i forgot the word anyway she will stand outside of the class and she sees a bunch of weird shit going on but she doesn't have anyone to talk about uh you have the the glasses grow that makes a lot of uh trolling and that kind of stuff. You have the little the little scientist girl mm-hmm. that always that is always modifying the the android and and that kind of stuff. So I think it's more situational. You also have Nietzsche Bros, of course, because that is that is pure gold.
0: There's <laughs> another one.
1: I think that is that's it. That was another one, but I forgot. <laughs> oh, Axel Saga, of course. Is Sa- okay. yeah, Excel Saga, is, yeah, oh,
0: Excel Saga, which yeah. we'll get into later. That's, uh, yeah. yeah, that's more physical as well. Yeah,
2: I'm not gonna mention Excel Saga or Dokuro. Kana I know, but because, it's on, know, on my top five. We're gonna talk about those later. Okay. Uh, comedies. Yeah, no, I I understand. Uh, for me, comedy is uh, you know, it's a it's a thing I when I find a comedy I like, I really like it naturally, but I don't necessarily like a lot of comedy. Uh, so just looking here at some stuff, I mean, obviously I have to give a huge shout out to Bakato Test or Bakon Test. Oh, yeah. That show yeah. is hilarious. That show is very good. I ended up, I ended up talking to, like a little while ago, I ended up talking to Skeith about Bakon Test and it was just kind of mentioned and then eventually we we're just sitting there fucking talking about it, laughing, a lot, laughing at it, like just remembering back to that show and it's just, it is, it's so good. I love that show. Uh, obviously I mentioned TQ. TQ is one of those, it's one of those things where it's never been below a five for me. It's, it's, and it's never been above a seven, but it's like, I don't necessarily like every season of TQ, but at the same time, it's just that whole thing. Like, you get, a, you get a, yeah, you get a <laughs> lot of jokes, right? You get a lot of jokes. And it's just kind of force fed to you in a, in a way. And it's like, sometimes they're funny. Sometimes they're not, but it just keeps going and it's 20 minutes a season. So, you know, that's why season. Uh, but um yeah, so it's like you don't really lose anything. Okay, you lost twenty minutes, whatever.
3: <laughs> but, what about uh, the brain cells? Yeah. No? Nope? Let's see okay. other
2: things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure Brain yeah. cells are overrated. Um obviously Obviously, I have to give a shout out to prison school. Because prison school is ah, my etchy It is Yeah, that is again we're going to I have a yeah, thing no, for no. crude crude humor. And prison school is probably among the top at that because I just love how prison school. Prison school basically takes everything that is actually comedy—the fan service, the boobs, the sex, the everything—and it turns it into normal everyday life. Where it's like it's the most, or not even normal everyday life. It basically it makes everything. It's like the principal. I always like said the principal in that show or manga is the epitome of prison school's comedy. Because everything is so serious, and if you know the principal, he always ends his se- sentence like way stronger than anything else. So no matter what he's talking about, the like last thing he says is always comes out like m- with may- way more energy, way more aggressive. I am a big fan of, buts, <laughs> right? That's kind of like that is prison school's comedy in a nutshell. Not necessarily that straightforward, but it is like. It takes up like I'm looking at this girl's boobs, and it makes it into like this huge, just mind blowing, like thing that's just like <laughs> whoa. <laughs> like they they take it so seriously, <laughs> and it is it is hilarious. And another crude, uh, crude humor show that I really like is um, uh, I just saw it. Where is it? Yes, <laughs> Setokai Aquin Dick's
1: joke. Yeah,
2: that is. Another crew, another crew. That is, yeah. you know, dick jokes. The anime, as we like to call it sometimes, it is, it's hilarious. But it it is exactly that. It is just sex humor straight up. But it is so goddamn funny that I don't even care. Uh, and yeah, you know, you have other stuff such as Nichijo which I liked. Uh oh yeah, Kurwa Zombie Deska. I really enjoyed that one. That was a lot of fun. And, uh, I mean, we've talked about this before already, Golden Boy, you know, but you could get, you can essentially like, yeah, yeah, just based on that, you can kind of see what kind of comedy I, I prefer. It is the, it is on the more crude side. Yeah. You like your your boob jokes. (laughs) Not necessarily just boob jokes, but yes, I do. I do like dirty jokes. I do like dirty pair. I do. (laughs) I do like, (laughs) uh, you know, but yeah. Dirty, dirty comedy Like Whether that can be Anything from Whether it Whether we're talking Boobs Boobs and stuff like that Or we're talking Even stuff where it's just Like straight up like You sit there And ask yourself a question Is this comedy Or are they just Insulting you Because they're Being very rude And I'm just I don't care I love that That's my kind of comedy <laughs> I'm a very rude person anyway. And you JD
0: <laughs> I like quite a I like a, quite a Quite a good amount of comedy uh, But I wrote down I wrote down five here Um and they actually differ because Tori, you've you've proven you like the etchy, you like the titties, and <laughs> the bo- uh, where I saw I just saw it. Where is it? Where is it? Where is you Kind know, of the rom com Park. on, on. Amagi
2: Brilliant Park. That's another yeah. comedy I really like. Ro-
0: rom com. As I said earlier, in the cast uh, would probably resonate more with West- a western audience because uh, yeah. it's just easier to understand without the culture uh, culture gap. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of my favorites are uh, Great Teacher Onizuka. That's one. As one, uh, basically anything by Rumiko Takahashi. So the Ramen One Half, or it's a Yatsura, even Maizenikaku. Um, so you like the dirty jokes. They, they're, it's a more there's are dirty jokes for sure, but it's more or less mm-hmm. the uh, the slapstick humor. I know. Yeah. Uh, uh I just watched it for the the Shonen Quest. Was the uh, Disastrous Slice of uh, Psyche? And that's a that's a short. It's a Shonen short. <coughs> So I highly, I highly recommend that if um, Shonen, with the more Shonen, Shonen comedy uh, vibes with you. Uh, Gintama, we spoke about at length a little bit, um, and then uh, there's actually some good Mecha comedies out there, uh, Pat Labor and Full Metal Panic.
1: Full Metal Panic, yeah. Full Metal Panic familiar is familiar with those is two very, at all? It's very good. Is it Kyoani? Yeah, it's Kyoani.
2: Yes. No, the Fumofo is no, think- that's Q-O-N.
0: Uh, yeah, Full Metal Panic's maybe. first season was Gonzo, second season yeah. and Fumafu was uh, Kyoto Animation somehow. Um, they announced the third season next year, I believe. And then uh Pat Labor's an old one from the 80s. It was really taking uh, the mecha genre and it, it kind of pushed it on its side a little bit and put a little police drama in there and it was, it was it's quite it's quite funny. It's a lot. Of, it's it still maintains a lot of slapstick type comedy and awkwardness but it it's quite it's quite good to me um so yeah we got we got some let's see let me run down the list here uh ecchi shonen rom-com slapstick slash situational uh shorts so there's a lot of uh, anime shorts that are generally comedy that could be a hidden gem for a lot of you we each have one <laughs> yeah and uh, the shonen. So, uh, to put a little perspective now, we're going to go into uh, Bludgeoning Angel Doku Rochan. You guys yeah. ready? Doku, 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 Doku Rochan. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Okay, so you guys wanted to do this, and I made a compromise to try to get us to talk about it. Mm hmm. And. Oh, yeah. um, so, as a little synopsis, if it's even possible, uh, basically, as far as I was con- uh, as far as I could tell, you have a 13 year old uh, middle schooler named uh, named Sakura, and he uh, he somehow starts living with this angel. Yep. <laughs> and. It's and... just slapstick the whole time of situational jokes as they go about their daily life. And there's a lot of, um, it's a lot of sexual humor and a lot yeah. of, a lot of, uh, impulsive where she kills the main character humor. Yeah. Yep. In which, in which then she brings him back to life by reciting a, uh, like a, like a chant where she goes, how does it go, Tori? <laughs> I just want to say
1: that, yeah. Peter is a is a slang on my language to dick. So yeah,
2: yep. Yeah, yeah we, make that, we make that joke all the time when uh, me and Senpai when we start saying that we will just change it eventually to dick, 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 that's dick. That's
1: basically <laughs> that's basically what she's saying.
0: <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> yeah, the the whole premise and why. It's the, the, the over the course of the this OVA. It's an OVA. It has um, six episodes, out. Out. over two out. seasons, <laughs> slash two seasons. Uh, it's yeah. quite quite short. Uh, the whole premise starts with all these angels are supposed to assassinate this guy Sakura because he he they say he ends up like creating immortality,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and this pisses off God, so he sends these angels down to kill him.
2: Wow. He creates the immortality, and then he kind of just freezes all women in an age of little to
0: be little girls, right? And that's where the pedo- that, because... thats where the pedophile jokes come in. He wants to make a uh, in his <laughs> mind a perfect world. Everyone considers him a pedophile,
2: and yet that the main guy has no idea why, because he's. She never shown any interest in younger, but everyone thinks she yeah. was a pedophile. Yeah, <laughs> even the future, and even in the future, it's gonna become a pedophile. It's like oh. it's so funny when they
1: show the they show the video from the future. Sure, like, well, there's a bunch of little girls going around. Oh yes. well, the immortality thing you discover freezes. The, you were discovering a a way of like a way of making the the girls looking look twelve and. Bumps into immortality. It wasn't immortality. wasn't his, his, you know, his goal. This the finishing line was making a ideal world for pedophiles. <laughs> uh. So there were,
0: there were, there were. I have very mixed feelings about this show. All right. Uh, first of all, it looks like ass. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> Just it is the worst. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> come on. That no, it's not the, the worst. worst. Not the worst. <laughs> I don't. It's <laughs> it really bad. Good. It is terrible. Okay, first so of the all, two thousands. This was. This it is uncensored. Un- the character.
1: <laughs> it is uncensored, so there's a lot. Yes. A lot of blood. Okay, fine. Yeah. A lot of guts. Yeah, a lot of guts. Blood pinatas, one might say. Around, flying around.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah you yeah. see uh you see uh dokoro that's the main angel uh that's take the, angel, the main yeah. character's head off with a spiked skull which is her weapon of choice it's yeah. Uh, yeah, her she... weapon of choice Excalibur, yes i love that uh she she'll stab him on occasion in which you'll see his intestines come out of his body and him trying to like put him back in and then he dies and she brings him back to life
2: uh yeah <laughs> Yep. Yeah. that's the chance i know like we've talked about with the Japanese comedy, this is first and foremost slapstick comedy, but slapstick comedy extreme. And I would say that's probably what you would, how you would explain uh, Dokoro Chan to anyone. It's basically Japanese comedy, but taken to the extreme. Like certain parts of Japanese comedy taken to the extreme. It is, you know, like I said, slapstick, but extreme. It's not you get punched, no. You actually, or he actually gets killed repeatedly. Why? Well, because the angel gets flustered or something else. Or sometimes she's just downright psychotic. And she's just like, I want to kill you, I want to kill you, I want to kill you, I'm going to kill you. (laughs) Uh, Like, Dokuro-chan is a special show. And I can downright just say say that I think that whoever watches this is going to have one of two reactions. Either they're going to sit there and they're going to laugh their ass off at the random comedy and slap an over-the-top slapstick and murder. Or they're gonna sit there, like head with their head in their hands, going, "What am I looking
0: at? What is this?" <laughs> I was on the ladder actually of this of this show, which I was quite surprised because the yeah. first episode I laughed quite a bit, and then everything the after that. First episode was hilarious. The first episode is really funny. Uh, yeah. a lot of it takes you by surprise. Um, the random murders, the uh, the singing, you know, all all funny, and but then. Any episode after that, I was definitely on the latter side, as you said, Tori. Uh, yeah. Which I was actually kind of disappointed in myself for not enjoying it more. For me, it wasn't quite like that. I like. I was, I was liked the first season,
2: and I did not like the second season as much. I didn't dislike the second season, but it's one of those things where it's like, I'm glad that it is so short, as short as it is, it is. Because there is, like kind of the thing that I talked about with fister and North Star. It does wear on you eventually because oh, yeah, you know yeah. it does follow this pattern of something happens, he gets killed. This like that that is the joke. There's a bunch of other jokes spread in there. Like when dokoro chan first showed up at his school and she wants to go to class, it's like, but there's not even a there's not even a like a an empty seat for her, and she just takes one of the cla- one of the people in class and just like the president or whatever, and just like uh like the class president just kind of takes him and turns him into a monkey. <laughs> it's like, okay, like so, that it's just I like, uh
0: So that was one thing about the show that I really I really didn't like was okay he t- she she turns him into a monkey but it was like this uh, real life oh picture yeah yeah
1: just you, thrown Oh into you the don't show. like that? Oh come on JD. No, yeah, no JD, I guess.
0: that is why it's funny.
2: Have you not JD Oh I forgot, I should have mentioned that. But JD, do you need to watch uh Trapeze or Gucci Branco I haven't seen it yet, and I don't want to. is good. No, you should. It is hilarious.
1: Kuchiburanko is yeah, it is good. <laughs> It's it's fine. Yes. Uh,
0: uh it is. The other thing I didn't like. Now the joke is funny. Okay, that's where, uh, if the if one of the angels gets their halo removed, they have explosive diarrhea <laughs> that's uncontrollable. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Her facial expression. <laughs> so the joke is funny, but the art, the character art, changed with the facial expression. I don't know. It, it I didn't find it funny. I found it. I found it disgusting and and terrible. It is
2: disgusting. It's to point, JD.
0: No, it's just. It's, it's just the way the fa- the face is is represented. It's it's
2: yes. They come, they barely, basically just fucking turn into skeletons. it's well, not, uh, it's
0: not the skeletons. It's, it's, the so scale, it's that like puffed up face that yeah. they make. Yeah, yeah, I, I think it's funny, I especially it. Sabato. It is so Sabato is it's like, very funny,
1: especially yeah. in the in the ending where she's just yeah sitting on a, <laughs> she's sitting on the bridge in a chair, a homemade chair, and there's there's just the credits <laughs> rolling. <laughs>
2: uh, It's kind of hard to talk about without just starting laughing because it is like to me. This was just—it's the epitome of just random humor that can't just get extremely random for the sake of just being. You know, you're like, "Whoa, I didn't, I didn't like, I didn't see that coming." And even when it is stuff you see coming, I find it funny in execution. Like you have that scene where uh, the main guy he's uh, in the uh, infirmary. And uh, Dokoro-chan comes in there with him. Of course, she sleeps naked next to him. Um, and then everyone in class obviously comes in there to check on him. Right. And uh, it's oh, kind of like, it's, it's, the stereoty- it's the stereotypical, like, you know, they will spot him in, a, in, a, in an embarrassing position. However, the moment the the time it takes from when they enter until they finally pull the curtains uh, away and see him in this position is fucking less because it takes so long, and he tries his damnedest to cover her her up and do everything so that they won't see that she is na- that she is naked. And the moment he finally tries to, tries, like, uh, put, uh, like, he puts something over her. He puts, like, his shirt over her or something. And he's in his uh, in his pants and everything. And he's, like, trying to get away from her. But he's kind of standing over her. She has her ass in the air. And he's kind of standing over her with her le- his legs spread. And that's when they finally pull the curtain away. And he's just standing there. It's like, oh. It's, like, you just have this, like, freeze frame moment where nobody says a thing. See, that's where and the show signs. Tries-
0: That's where that's where the show shines for sure, Uh, but there there was just so many, there was a lot of repetitive repetitiveness. uh, Mostly surrounding
2: her, mostly surrounding the dying, mostly surrounding
0: her and and what the what the uh, other the side characters constantly do, like with Sabato, it was always the diarrhea, her halo always got removed, and the face it irritated me, Um, even though the joke was funny. You need to have more fun,
1: Jay. I don't know. It it just didn't. It didn't. Yeah. I didn't get it. They right. uh, didn't get it. Get it. Uh, JD don't no, get but it. like chan is a very hidden <laughs> in show. There's not a. There's there's no other way, not a way yeah. around it. You either will like it and like you like how in the courage test uh, Dokuro transforms one of his classmates in a Inu dog, like in an Chiba like a Chiba dog. And I did, like at the end. I think in the, yeah. the first season when Zakuro so, uh, appears, that fucking dog goes and <laughs> starts humping her back, <laughs> like you know, just like yeah. me and Tori. Or, you know, just miss you because it's not your type of comedy. It's simple. <laughs> also, yeah, yeah, it's so it's my also type of comedy. not and, uh, long. I mean, it's not. It's it has like eight episodes at most. I think. So like it's. Yeah, six episodes. Six so it's episodes. not long. It's not long enough to have variety. So some like it's not. It's based on a light novel. So I don't. I don't even know how th- those jokes would play on yeah. the fucking light novel.
0: Well, each episode is also yeah. split into two parts. They are.
2: That's because you know I'm. It's, cho- it's shorter gags and I. Like, I can appreciate that. I like it. How long was it? Well, okay, it was full 20 minutes, 25 minutes. But I kind of like that because I would rather them do that because a lot of comedy anime does this where instead of stretching the joke to fit a 20, 25-minute 20, episode episode like a lot of TV, TV anime is, mm-hmm. I would rather see them, you know, Split it into, let's take two stories, for example. Because there's no point to stretch something. You don't stretch out comedy. Comedy is not funny if you stretch it out.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> uh, what I mentioned with what happened to the Ron OVAs. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And, uh, what was it? There was something I was going to say. Uh, in regards to... Yes. One thing I found kind of weirdly funny, actually, was how... Um, Dr. Chan is an angel. So when she first shows up at school, obviously the huge thing for her, the main character, the main guy is like, don't, uh, just whatever you do, don't, don't tell anybody you're an angel, don't do anything angel-like, don't show your powers, nothing. Keep Excalibur away, don't kill anyone at school, I like, don't, don't just tell her th- things she must not do, because, you know, she can't show that she's an angel, because what if people get freaked out? Um, obviously nobody gets freaked out, right, which she pretty much immediately blows her cover as an angel and everyone's like oh she's an angel cool and i found that it kind of hilarious that they're just also accepting of her being an angel and like even that she just goes and turns the president into a monkey and another one into a shiba inu and it's like you're kind of and nobody cares yeah <laughs> <like>, eh, whatever <laughs> like sure she's an angel she can do whatever yeah, she, she wants. tortures
1: the che- the teacher to have a club uh, <laughs> it's you no know, it's it's funny it's a kind of yes. it's, it's, it's very hit and miss it's very hit and miss if you're not in into that kind of comedy you just not find it what funny but if you are you, you're just gonna laugh every, every single uh every single situation they they make oh
2: Uh, or that scene where every class where every person in the class uh, in Sakura's class you know from the second season where they're like yes you should totally like we're all friends here yes we've been waiting for you this entire time see we even saved this curry for you we're friends yes we just <laughs> couldn't eat without you blah 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 it's finally finally there's like turns out this is pretty shitty poisonous uh, curry that Dokoro made and it's like, Oof. It's like yep knew it not edible now you can die and we are going to go and uh, yeah. eat their food. At no the one
1: gives a shit about the main character whenever he's <laughs> in a like, romantic uh, romantic situation <laughs> with one of the girls. <laughs> the the, the mayo guys of this, the mayo students just beat him up <laughs> every single time.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that is also a, like, a typical like, especially in a lot of uh, Japanese comedy and in a lot of Japanese shows, like anime in, in general, you have that, you know, Especially school I anime. Mean, you have that, you know, those scenes where it's some guy falls in love with a chick or a chick or one of the girls in class has, you know, to pay special attention to that one guy. They talk to him a lot and everybody else gets jealous and, you know, that's stereotypical where they just put on their, like, fucking weird-ass, like, black-riding <laughs> oh, no, Yeah. Out, it's black, and it's like, I um, wanna look, we've got a little lo- He's
1: lo- gonna those- die. Y- y- guys in, uh,
3: yeah.
1: They're the best. Not in, that's not the culture, <laughs> but the way that's... That's us fuck to test yeah
2: no that is something else but it's like it reminds it, it's it's uh, yeah no but it's not just mark buck it's something you see a lot of time. not necessarily to that, that that degree but like that same point you know that jealousy is like oh he gets the girl huh <laughs> let's beat him or it's like in this case it's like he gets attention of girls and you know he's like oh they have a moment and then everybody's disgusted by him because it's like Ugh, you're that kind of person Oh, you made her cry! Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I hate you! <laughs> it's like you said there's like these guys are technically friends, but they don't really don't seem like friends at all. <laughs> like, not even a little bit.
0: Yeah, it was so, weird. Uh, it, it was weird when I realized that I just wasn't I just wasn't into it because I generally like a lot of comedies. You know, like
1: I can see I can see people not liking not the good ones, Dokoro-chan. like I I. I Seriously, it's a very of unique kind of, of humor. I think you sometimes, like, if you enjoy so much, like I did and Authority did, you're kind of a shitty person. You know, I've been honest to you. Who is listening to this?
0: You know, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know. Dude, if, I'm, don't know if it's I'm like laughing. That, at a,
1: I'm I'm, lof, I'm no, laughing. I'm laughing at a homeless girl on their bridge. You know, I'm laughing because the guy got uh, got poisoned by his classmates and got left to die that kind of thing i'm laughing because a guy got turned in, yep. into a no, Chiba I mean, that, you know, and was <laughs> humping a, a, an angel's back that kind of stuff <laughs> so like it's it's a kind of
0: yeah you're kind of yeah, you're kind of laughing at people's mystery i didn't i didn't not laugh at the show there was a lot of instances where i laughed like tori said with the awkward um uh hospital scene uh, the poison scene was absolutely funny. Uh the the joke of explosive diarrhea when their halos are removed, the fact that the guy gets murdered or, or horribly hurt all the time for seemingly no reason. All funny. It was everything else about the show that I didn't like. Yeah, I
1: know. I know, I know. It's it's kinda of, it's kinda of, it's a very yeah. hard uh it's a very hard comedy to go by.
2: It's a divisive show, let's put it that way. Yeah.
0: So, well, I'm, I'm up for scoring it. I, sure. What did you so give it,
2: to? I, I gave the first season a 7, and the second season a 6.
1: I gave both. Oh,
0: okay. I was
2: getting the feeling you were going to score it a little bit higher. No. Like, the, the thing is, because ultimately, what pulls it down for me is, is its repetitive nature. Yeah. I laughed like a madman at episode 1 the instances of me laughing kind of became fewer and further apart for every episode I watched. Okay. I still found it funny, but it's just, like, it kind of lost that edge to me. It was, like, the first episode was by far the funniest to me because that was just, like, I wasn't expecting anything. And all all that, I was, of course, expecting the guy to die. I've seen the clips. But, like, other than that, all the other comedy, I'm like, whoa, this is a lot more funny than I thought it'd be. (laughs) And then from there on out, it's like, you know, you get used to the formula, you... You kind of see where how stuff works, and it's like, okay, yeah, still funny, but you know, not laugh out loud funny. Not, you know, kind of like, okay, yeah, I smile at that, and it's like, uh, cool. But and by the time second the second season came around, I thought I was debating on giving that a five because the second season, in my opinion, or the the second the last two episodes were, in my opinion, a lot weaker. Yeah. Than the first the first four, I thought, I don't know, it it kind of felt like they got a whole new look and everything and it's just like it mm, didn't didn't feel the same
1: I gave both seasons a 7 Hecky. because I really enjoyed it. especially because it's short it, if it was a little bit longer uh, it would be like a, f- a 5 you know the uh, like the animation I hmm. think was fine although it, it looks kind of great for a 2005 anime Uh, the music was kind of good uh, it enhanced the the scenes quite quite well. I like the characters I enjoyed the little bit of story we have that is not much, mm-hmm. but still and also it was very enjoyable i I laugh a lot so yeah, a good seven seven since it's a short i when I scored the show a long time ago i I thought that since you know it's a short the the second season is just two episodes of fifteen minutes or so one episode. So yeah, you just or two episodes I think. Something like that. So yeah, I gave both counting as a whole season, one whole season, because there's not there's not a lot to go through.
0: So I uh not to beat a dead horse, so I didn't I didn't quite care for it, but I did laugh for at least half of it. <laughs> Uh, I gave season one a six, uh that that second season a five. Because nice, as Tori so said, good. I thought it was signif- I thought it was pretty pretty weaker than the first first thing. But yeah, that first episode was hysterical. And then yeah, the this with the repetitiveness of the same jokes. Uh, I didn't I, it just lost even that, so I wasn't too harsh on it. Alright.
3: Yeah. That
2: was Doc Grochon.
0: That was Dokuro-chan. Do pe- so yeah, comedy. A lot of
2: people on our Discord wanted that one, so we really we don't don't worry, guys. We really fought for you, and eventually we managed to get JD to do it. <laughs> this is for you.
0: <laughs> this is for the fans. <laughs> <laughs> now the re- now the real one that I was actually quite surprised about because I'd never really I wasn't really familiar with this. I heard I heard about it, but never even thought about watching it. And that is the anime. Yeah, Excel Saga, from. It debuted in, or premiered October seventh, nineteen ninety nine. It's also known as Quack <laughs> Experimental Anime. <laughs> Excel Saga. Yeah, it spans twenty six. It spans twenty six episodes. It's by Studio J C Staff, and it's directed by Shinichi Watanabe, not to be confused. Also with known as Watanabe. <laughs> Also known yep. as Nabi Sheen as a character in the show. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, so fun fact about the show is a lot of the anime uh, doesn't match what occurred in the manga. A lot of its uh, original episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, <laughs> that is also which, a joke in the show. <laughs> which is which is a joke in the show from from <laughs> the get go. That a lot of its original ideas, brought on by the director. Who absolutely loves uh, Excel Saga in general? Love the love the um, love the manga, and the mangaka even came out and asked, "Can we make new episode? Can we make this new? You know, to give it something different than what you would experience in the manga? Since yes, it is a different medium; it is anime, and the way they go about it's very interesting. Uh, at least." even from a comedy aspect because there's uh certain characters that the director really liked and wanted more of such as uh pedro the uh colombian (laughs) who (laughs) i love that guy if i remember (laughs) which i did nothing wrong did nothing wrong so what happens is in the manga he only has i think maybe one scene and that and you see him in episode two and then, uh, you never see him again really in the manga, but he becomes a recurring character in every episode of the anime, either just randomly in the middle or at the end of, like, what yeah. has happened to Pedro. <laughs> His story is
1: way <laughs> more interesting than the fucking anime like, itself. And... <laughs>
0: yeah. and Pedro becomes such a, uh, such a character. So what happens with this character is, uh, Excel, our, 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 main protagonist is a member of... Go, I'll go back to Pedro in a second here to kind of set everything up. Uh, Excel is the member of this secret organization bent on, I guess, world domination, but wants to change it and starts with Japan or random places in which this, uh, this seemingly emperor guy called uh, Il Palazzo... Hi, Il Palazzo-sama! Il Palazzo-sama. <laughs> he, um... He heads an org- organization called Across. So Akurosu. he just always he always has this plan every episode to uh, change the world or do some research over certain things that are happening, and uh, they call them experiments. Every episode is mm-hmm. an experiment of trying something new. Hence, <laughs> why every episode is seemingly then a parody on be it a genre or a uh, a trope of in anime or even the anime industry itself or the or the industry <laughs> itself i mean we we, we see in uh, episode one that the uh the mangaka is is he basically comes out and says what was it Tori? uh
2: wait in the says that all earth mangaka the...
0: are scum of the earth and have no oh yeah that one yes,
2: yeah <laughs> All I, all mangakas are you know worth the worthless scum of the earth who <laughs> serve <search> to die.
0: <laughs> so some, something along those lines, and it's just like whoa. <laughs> There's a lot of self-aware uh, jokes. Uh, even in even in the final episode, you have a uh, an epic battle ending sequence of the mangaka and the in director fighting head to head. Yes, <I laughs> a love battle that. to the death.
2: I even <laughs> love that you know that scene in the first episode where it's like uh, Excel is tasked with killing Koshirikto, which is the the. Uh, Mangaka, so she does that, and then kind of the uh, the will of the macrocosm, where she is known, she is the universe, and she can reset everything. She has to reset it because she gives Excel a little bit of advice. It's
0: like, please, don't kill the original creator, don't kill the creator of the source. It's a bad idea, right? Yeah. So that's another that's another recurring joke uh, that was changed from the manga. Is the will of the macrocosm uh, showed up in only like a single episode to kind of reset a total failure, in which I guess the world ex- explodes. Yep. Um but the anime every time an experiment fails, oh something horribly ends up going wrong such as Excel dies or or uh or uh Pedro's life is ruined. No. Pedro, life, pedro life Pedro's life was ruined, ruined because macrocosmos didn't <laughs> and, reset.
3: <laughs>
1: but yeah
0: <laughs> like uh. and this uh this this Godlike character, Great Will, the macrocosm, just it always seems to reset the storyline whenever it needs to be. And they, they're very self aware of it. They always go, Well that's convenient or come on, you're just trying to advance the plot to another episode. And they're like, <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly what we're doing
2: <laughs> And eventually she just bows out she's sick of this life. That's when you start having an affair with that. <laughs> <laughs> which was really,
0: which really was, was quite funny and, and really out there. It's the will, the macrocosm just goes, well, I'm not going to reset this anymore. Uh, and then meets Pedro who's turned into a wandering spirit cause he dies in an episode and she has <laughs> an affair with him. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. So,
2: yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh, poor, poor Pedro, man. All Pedro wanted was... He was an immigrant worker coming to Japan to work. All he wanted was to was to earn money so that he could take that back to his son, son-daughter. His sexy, son, daughter, and He's sexy we love wife, very yes. much. And his sexy <laughs> wife. Yeah. Uh, I love what Excel tells him as well. If you really love your son and your wife yeah. really is sexy, <laughs> then you will
0: work. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, there's there, there's fun. a lot of uh there was a lot of mangaka and director uh communication and um uh compilation involved in a lot of this.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Cuz the director would come up with an idea to make the next episode such as uh I want to make the next episode a uh a parody on the Fist of North Star, which they called uh, an action shonen. And yeah. so the the episode would start out with the Magaka going, I hereby approve for this next this episode of Excel Saga to be <laughs> Fist in an North Star parody.
2: <laughs> yeah, that is essentially the opening to every single episode. Every episode starts with basically a Coshirikto, or the guy playing Koshirikto, He just basically says that, like, I Coshirikto approve of approve of the Excel anime as a comedy episode, or this episode of Excel saga to be a comedy episode, or musical, or dog, or it's even an episode where no man is allowed on screen—oh, yeah,
1: that and, uh,
2: <laughs> Every time a man appears, the camera, the camera and be- refuses And because the there was no males to, to be drawn, they they
1: <laughs> the, the shading of the characters. Uh, <laughs> because they have some money left, <laughs> so, so good. That that joke was, I think, was one of the best. But I you know, let's let's try to lay down a yeah. story. Basically, you have. Uh, Excel and Il Palazzo at, at the beginning. And Il Palazzo they want you con- they want to conquer the world as the across uh, organization. But Il Palazzo think they need to start small. So they try to conquer the C D F on the state F, which in the manga is Fukuoka, one of the Japanese cities. So they, they start with that. Right. But <laughs> mm-hmm. Il Palazzo really doesn't give a shit about Axel. And what, all he wants to do is become a visual key. <laughs> so what he does is go out there. You know, you have this, this we, I have this plan. You go down, you know, you go to the city and try to, to succeed. And, you know, as she goes, do something, you just take a guitar and, and train chords. <laughs> but so Axel uh, doesn't have money. So what she does is she works on part-time jobs, a lot of part-time mm-hmm. jobs. And most of the episodes, although there's a there is a specific genre to, to the episode, she's usually working on the on a part-time job to not die from from starvation, or you know, killing her dog, <laughs> that she Manchi, mm. which is Ben-chi. the the emergency supply. You know, yeah. she's, she's just trying to survive and make the plans of her beloved Palazzo Sama become true.
0: Ah, the Palazzo Sama, I'll do anything for you. Don't do not do this. I will go yeah. She speaks incredibly fast. <laughs> Excel is <Yeah>. hyper ganky. <laughs> <laughs> takes it to is a new is level.
2: Not very, and she is not very smart either. So she will ramble on about anything. No matter
0: how stupid. And, you know, you know uh, just to make a tangent here, kudos to uh, yeah, the voice Yeah, which actress. is the same one Holy as
1: Isagi from yeah, Sailor Moon.
2: So, she's used to play... Yeah, I was just about
0: to say, she's oh, used to playing
1: want, annoying I, dude, female characters. Dude, right was way less, <laughs>
0: like, Hulk, way less
1: annoying than Isagi. So I,
0: I read an interview... Oh, yeah, hell yeah. So there was an interview uh, when they were casting uh and it was uh the director and the mangaka were there and when the 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 voice actress came in and she did it they didn't give her any cues on like how to read the lines or anything she just did it and she her her inspiration was well this was a uh, this is a batshit crazy manga the character the character of excel is crazy she's going to make her absolutely crazy and speak as fast as possible. And there were times during recording where they te- they had to tell her to slow down because the lips wouldn't fat f- uh, flap fast enough to keep up with what she was saying. It was just that fast.
2: Yeah, she's insane. I kind of like it as well. But one thing I like just to kind of, I am sorry to kind of go off track again, but one thing I liked as well is they have a lot of, you know, jokes and, Especially my favorite episode, episode seventeen, which is kind of a joke on the whole industry and how animation works and popularity of animation and whatnot. And they even make a lot of references, you know, like Excel makes it very clear that she used to play that she used to play uh, Sailor Moon. Uh, or Sagi <laughs> from Sailor Moon. She makes that very obvious. She even goes so far as to say, like, I don't even didn't even I didn't even want to take this job. I don't even want to play this role. I'm Sailor Moon. <laughs> it's
0: not, Can't so I save the world so instead of destroy it? <laughs> You know, in the name of the moon. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of jokes like that. And uh, Tori, Hickey, uh, did you know that the English voice actress was the same (laughs) one as the main character from Two Heart?
1: (laughs) Yeah, of course. I mean, it's it's 1999, so yeah, the same the same year as Two Heart. So I guess the one, dude. I don't know. I don't. I didn't look up the the dub version, the English dub version for Two Heart. I can't imagine <laughs> the girl from Too Heart doing Excel voice because it's too quick, and the girl from Too Heart is so relaxed.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's not as uh, the Usagi. I'll just call the voice actress Usagi. She she knocked Excel out of the park, and the English dub is still pretty good. But the sh- let's face it, the show is about Excel being crazy.
2: Her name is name is Kotono
0: Mitsuishi. Okay, uh, <laughs> so the, du- the, uh, the 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 uh, the Japanese voice acting is way superior just on the fact of her alone. <laughs> oh yeah,
2: and I think. But also, I think everyone na- nailed is like the voice, even like even the voice of Hyatt and El yeah, Palazzo, even in his deadpan
0: ways of talking, yeah. just, oh, it God. fits so perfectly.
2: I think they all nailed the,
1: their, the nailed little wild, the little aliens and stuff.
0: <laughs> and every oh, episode, <laughs> what I what I really appreciated, what I really appreciated was every episode was so unique from the last, and mm. I think this enabled the same jokes to be used and not feel stale. Yep, and hell, even when they did technically go back in, because there was
2: what was it? There was one. Yeah, it was, it was the animal, the dog one, the dog episode. That's the one. They they did that twice during the series. But even still, it's like the second dog episode is so much different from the first one. So it's like, it's even though it's technically it's technically the same, it, it, it doesn't become the same. <laughs> uh, right. Well, so. they
0: they do they, they do that by uh, having different re- uh, references to different things. So, mm-hmm. um, just to touch on some some of the things that they reference, uh, we mentioned Fist of the North Star. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And there's a, a lot of <laughs> like in Matsumoto. Yep. In which we like, see uh,
2: Har- Captain Harlock uh, space, uh, space- uh, Captain Harlock, and uh, uh, like metel from uh, Galaxy Express nine and other other things.
0: Uh yeah, there, there's a couple of Shida no Joe references where their characters uh-huh. are getting a fight and just like cross counter, and then yeah. it shows. Double, <laughs> cross counter, of course. <laughs> um, uh, Gundam, yeah. Gundam, Macross, uh, just just a slew of basically the most popular anime from the 70s to the 80s to the 90s, all made fun of in the show. Uh, yeah, fun of paid hom- homages to everything. Sailor
2: Moon obviously is a big one since you know Excel the Excel is voiced by the voice actors who did Usagi, so they do make quite a few references to Sailor Moon over the course of the show. Oh yeah. Just, and what what the show really likes doing as well is it's not just simply one reference like they don't make one reference. they make a reference and then a reference in that reference. they love doing that they love like adding two references. They love layering <laughs> references basically <laughs> uh, Yeah and
0: even though I didn't get you know I can't say I got them all they did I never I, I still laughed even even yeah. if I didn't even realize it was a reference because it was the the joke was still there. Uh, what, what were some of you guys' favorite episodes?
2: Like I just said, episode 17 for me. That was just... That blew it out of the park. Episode 17 is an episode where, uh, essentially, we meet <laughs> oh, and, uh, dude. Uh, Pedro's yeah, Pedro's son. And he is, of course, try, he he's trying to become a an animator because he's a big fan of Japanimation. Excel and Hyatt. Uh, Hyatt is the... I he didn't get that far, but Hyatt is another girl who ends up showing up later. And, uh... Kind of starts working for El Palazzo and uh, for their idealistic uh, across. <laughs> She's um, so uh, and uh she is. Her ability is that she constantly dies, always. <laughs> um, uh, but she don't worry; she doesn't stay dead. Uh, like, but yeah, they end up they end up going to America and just to see because they they need to figure out how you know they know Japan, <laughs> but how does America work? So they end up going to America and uh, they find uh, find Sandora and. He wants to become an animator because he's huge on Japanimation. So he's sitting there trying to make his dream come true. He's trying to help his his mom and uh, make money. So he's obviously trying to become a very famous and rich animator to which both... Excel and Hyatt kind of just go like, yeah, sure. yeah, sure. I think there's <laughs> a disconnect in okay. communication between countries yeah. here. <laughs> and when, he, when he's just sitting there like drawing, you know, standard animation on cell, right, they're kind of like, like, and the guy, guy who's hired him to work, as a, he, he's making these uh, these like cell animations and they're kind of just like, cell animation? But most animated in these days are made, are made digital, digitally. Cell animation is barely even a thing. He kind of just grabs yeah, the You, get I out, get out just now. zoom in on <laughs> Shut your mouth. Eyes and <laughs> You <laughs> see the pixels?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yep. And then you have that, at the end of the episode, you have that moment where it's like, you realize why this scary looking dude is Hyzendora to make, uh, to make these keyframe animations on Cell, because they're Cell, they're like the mafia, they're having connection, mafia connection stuff, and he's in, they're in like, dock zone, like, uh, yeah, warehouses down in the dock selling, you know selling the goods, they're pulling out like, keyframes and shit from anime, and they're selling that for the big money on the black market, and it's just like, oh, it is so ridiculous. And that's why they also start making a bunch of references to, not only, you know, Sailor Moon, which Excel does when she fights the bad guys, she, played, she becomes Sailor Moon, she goes and does a bunch of other like, anime, just anime in general inspired, like, the looks change and everything, and she even starts doing, you know, Western animation, superhero comics, making fun of all that stuff, right? And kind of just almost doing like a short, very basic rundown of the different styles of animation and comics and whatnot that exist depending on where in the world you are. <laughs> uh, she is fighting bad guys. Uh yeah, And that, I just, as a, as a, as a, like, animation fanboy and, you know, somebody who's very into the anime industry in general, I, I just appreciated that episode on so many levels. Not just because it was funny as
0: hell. It was it was really funny. Uh, my favorite episode, uh, as expected, was episode nine. Which was the bowling <laughs> oh, one.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. I watched I watched that episode before JD and I told him I basically just I didn't spoil anything, I just kinda of messaged JD and said, oh JD, I didn't realize that you were an Excel Saga <laughs> <laughs>
0: It, it's it, it becomes an epic like machine andro- android robot fight for the women's <laughs> lives, <laughs> in which this old middle aged man comes in and there's a ton of sexual bowling jokes which you know been there, <laughs> but there's there's a specific line in there that that just cracked me up and I just can't couldn't handle it anymore. It was uh, uh, everyone knows real bowling is when middle aged men throw their balls at women. <laughs> Well, Uh, I kind of love the unbeatable technique
1: that I
2: still learn from Nobish. There's
1: nothing you can learn from me anymore. (laughs) You didn't teach me anything.
0: Uh. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't do anything. It's like go in there. <laughs> do your best oh well, that was also a recurring thing so the character nabishin is actually like the self-personification of the director putting himself yep. in the anime and he always goes in there randomly to either teach character something that they need for the plot to just conveniently continue or just uh just be there to save somebody so in pedro's case he's always there to try to like teach pedro the ways of life and how to yeah. get his sexy uh... wife back <laughs>
2: What I really like as well, I just looked up the uh, director, or looked at the director. Um, uh, Oh, he goes to conventions
0: dressed as him. (laughs) No, I know, dude. He (laughs) loves that shit.
2: Uh, And what is really cool as well is that this is a year before uh, XL Saga, of course, but in 1998, he won the Best Individual Award at the third Animation Kobe. So that's kind of cool. He's a very... He's a funny guy, so he's like, you know... He was the perfect director for Excel Saga. Oh, yeah, he obviously plays, he obviously voices himself as well in the anime. it's like he's just he's the right kind of guy to do that because, as people work with him, I'll uh, say he's a, he's a nice guy, but he's a funny guy. But he's he's good, to, he's like fun to work with. <laughs> and when you see Excel Saga, you'll understand why. Yeah, you know, I think he's <laughs> kind of crazy.
1: Uh, my favorite, what were some of your episode, favorite I moments think in the episodes? gross episode was um, like at the beginning when they say, Well, since we're not drawing anime male characters we have some budget so we're just gonna improve the, the shading i just thought laughing like uh the menchie episode number one when menchie kills the, the old guy at the at the end a cold-blooded with a pistol dude that was fucking fucking strong the space opera one
0: no wasn't it wasn't it like a no, giant I think, gatling dude, gun? I, think, I, don't,
1: I don't remember if it was a shotgun or it was the guy he they made me they said they're gonna kill me if i didn't and you just see manchi with a gun oh, <laughs> yeah the get- yeah the that gun. is the yes, guy yes guy. yeah 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 because manchi is playing there's the opening of, the opening of the episodes i thought it was amazing <laughs> the, the ending as well with manchi singing uh the space opera episode was simply Funny because I wasn't expecting the the little aliens to become like that. And of course, episode twenty-six, which might be a Evangelion, <laughs> might be
2: Evangelion a reference.
3: Crazy.
2: <laughs> yeah, Uh oh, the episode twenty-six was absolutely crazy. Uh, now
0: you know. So give a so little back People don't episode know. twenty-six if you can.
2: Yeah, episode twenty-six was basically and i this was pretty much uh, expected from the anime anime crew as well it's uh, it was basically considered not suitable for tv and if you watch the show you'll see at the end of episode 25 they basically just say that's like yep in the next episode we're going to break every tv rule so this probably <laughs> this probably won't air
0: <laughs> uh, that's yeah so they're the like Here, here's 25 <laughs> yeah here's probably the last episode of excel saga and then yeah. you only get episode 26 20. with uh, you can find episode 26 online easily, but yeah. yeah. It, was, it was not aired. <laughs> it was crazy. Let's just say this.
2: Like I said, I, I th- like I said, when uh, I introduced Hyatt, Hyatt is a character that always dies, and she has this, like, funny thing. They usually play it off with, like, you know, or her, her drinking some, uh, like, uh, tomato juice or something. And you always, she always has a little bit of blood, like, trickling down her uh, her mouth from her mouth when she dies. Well, in episode 26, that is tur- uh, turned up to the max, and she's... Literally puking blood everywhere, and it is not just small. <laughs> yeah, even in, even in yeah, even in the in the opening, like they <laughs> they
1: are naked in the opening, <laughs> and Hayato is just split yeah. spitting blood, <laughs> and like there's blood falling from the, like her head and stuff like that. I was like, okay, there's something wrong with this episode. I get it. Why they're naked? Why they're na- anyway? <laughs> like, yeah, it's. They go like you have a you have you have a, a love hotel. Uh the the fucking pedophile guy goes to a love hotel with a little <laughs> kid. Like <laughs> it is just also I really like the, the pedophile scientist. Every yeah. single time. Oh yeah, that scene where surrounded by lollies. Like little kids and they were just singing and he was just like kneeling yep. down. Reaching to the sky while he's talking to the guy. I was laughing. I
2: love. I love. I love that doctor. Howie's like seriously talking about whatever he's doing. Or like, yes, of course, I'm going to get have this complete. And it's like, well, obviously, she is an expert in this field. <laughs> first, the first one the little girl's nah. <laughs> That's the most childish voice. And he's like, nah. <laughs> like you, how you expect kids to interact. To it's like, he kind of does that flip like His all the time it, it
0: is hilarious yeah it just... obviously a pedophile <laughs> there was a moment in that in that love hotel where the little girl is all into it She like takes a bath and then she goes and now i'm yeah. fully developed i'm a grown <laughs> like she, i'm a grown woman now like her <laughs> boobs have grown twice and then he just walks out i'm i, I can't do yeah. this anymore <laughs> like i'm a grown-up
2: even a grown-up down here she's got hair he- she's got hair now and there's a like, nope not into that. He <laughs> leaves, and she's just clamoring, just feeling, no, don't leave. Uh, Ravage my meantime, body. I'm grown yeah. now. <laughs> and in the meantime, Excel and Hyatt have switched bodies, and they're also in the love hotel. And uh, Hyatt in uh, in Excel's body is about to have sex with a guy who was into her or is into Hyatt. Uh, he's now about to have sex with Excel, and then Excel in the body of Hyatt ends up, you know. Just kind of, you know, being her flat self kind of just goes under the crack in the door and appears in her room and then she sees herself and she is very infatuated with herself. She's like, oh, I look very good. Maybe if I do, po- I'm very sexy actually. Maybe if I do poses like this, maybe I can, I can uh, tempt Del Palazzo and eventually she just overloads and she's just like, you know what, Fu- fuck you, kicks the guy out and I'm going to have sex with myself. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's- like... <laughs>
1: my episodes there's a lot of <laughs> sex jokes with the visual key when he's playing the guitar like <laughs> but like there's a there's <laughs> yeah, there's one, there's one episode <laughs> where excel is trying to get coins from the vending machine and hayato goes oh you're very good at it i now i know why you're training that oh, yeah. uh, that finger technique and excel looks at her and, and say that wasn't a finger <laughs> technique. Ah, ah, yes.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh, nah. I, honestly, I can just say this when it when it comes to Excel Saga, I was not expecting much going into it. I found it a little bit funny early on, not super funny, but it was it was kind of funny. It had its moments, and I laughed. So that's, that's more than most comedy it does for me. And it's kind of like, the more Excel song I watched, the further I got, I just, the funnier it got to me. I just, granted, episode 17 is my favorite, uh, the one I laughed the most, and, you know, closely followed up by episode 26, but I like to keep that in its, in its own special place. Uh, so, uh, it's, but it's kind of like, it just, I didn't tire of it like I do with a lot of comedy, and quite for, quite opposite, actually. I just thought it got funnier and funnier yeah. as it progressed. Granted, I will say that the last couple of... The two last episode, uh, episodes, which were uh, the uh, Fist of the North Star reference episodes, uh, that is a basically where Koshirekto says um, he basically turns the anime into a serious anime. Like, no... Well, that's the actual last episode. He turned... Like, no gags, no nothing. We turn it into serious anime. I will say, I wasn't huge on the first episode of the... Um, of the... Um, North Star reference. and when they then also proceeded to take that and turn it serious I did not really care for that either, it felt very out of character yeah, they but then, of course that's, imi- that's immediately made up by episode 26 so I, I forgive them for that <laughs>
0: <laughs> no it was definitely a really fun show um, as you said Tori, not expecting much going into it and it turned out yeah. to be uh, a hidden gem I would say even though it was very popular yeah, definitely. Uh, back then
1: Nope. Yeah me no as well idea. you know especially because Axel at the beginning kind of takes you off because she's super ganky but you get used to, to her but when you get used to her on episode four they start using the the trapdoor trope and you know that was i think that was the, the only part of, of, the, yeah. th- of the, the show I, I wasn't feeling until they make the jaws reference <laughs> with she fall in and go there's a shark give me a rif, a rifle and explosives (laughs) and a spielberg and she throws like explosives like thank you spielberg and like when that happened i was like yeah no and I, i i have to pay attention when there's a a trap or joke because there's probably gonna be something else with that yeah yeah
2: that was that was funny uh yeah i mean like you don't really know what to expect from Axel because basically in the first episode, when you meet Axel, is you realize that she's Ganky because she's graduating from school. Uh, she's just kind of skipping down, running people over, fucking just you know, being being her annoying self, singing very loud about it, about uh, Akros. And she um <laughs> he dies within like two minutes. <laughs> she gets hit she gets hit by a car and just dead uh that's the first that's when you first are introduced to him uh Weller macrocosm. And that's kind of like because she resets and all well, but it is that's kind of just where the show starts right you're like okay what is this two minutes gone by the main character's dead just like no 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 you can't die this early on you need to be more careful <laughs> it's like oh this is not a normal
1: show God. yeah <laughs> the beginning is very weird there because we're expecting here. that 80s looking clothes and then you just have a, a girl graduating from high school singing and just, bam, there's a truck. And <laughs> it's like, okay. And then like you go to the second scene and you're like, okay, now we're going to start <laughs> the anime. She's being hyper-ganky. Palazzo just takes off a yeah. revolver and shoots her dead in the forehead. <laughs> Resets again. It's like, okay, third time. Third time is the charm. Airo Palazzo fucking gets a bazooka and... <laughs> Again, <laughs> restarts and then we start like okay, I know what I'm getting into. So I'm I'm kind of like it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Good good pleasant surprise. Uh I think I think we've uh said enough about the show. Uh, yep. what, yeah. you guys ready to score it? I mean we could talk more about the story, but quite
2: frankly. <laughs> we didn't talk uh I, just one thing I wanna mention as well like uh, JD said in the manga there's not so much about Pedro's life in the anime that is a very crucial thing not really but it's always at the end of every episode I love it and that to the point where even when they oh, have that recap Pedro the episode, movie, the recap episode oh on
1: yes Pedro. and they even also, have the Chips of Pedro the his, movie. <laughs> his OST the original soundtrack for him is housing of the the rising sun from the animals <laughs> so it's very good <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> oh yeah. So I find that kind of funny Even the, even even the yeah, recap the recap is a
1: is a show <laughs> like a, a variety show. <laughs> so like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> even yeah. the recap episode is good. <laughs>
2: uh
0: yeah. Well, no. I'm ready to score. it All right. Um I vastly enjoyed it. It's definitely something I've never experienced an anime before. <laughs> I do recommend it for people wanting a, a good laugh. Because odds are you're probably going to laugh at something. <laughs> yep. Um, I thought about giving it an 8 out of 10. Uh, honestly couldn't tell you why I dropped it. One point, but I'm giving it a strong 7. Me as well.
2: Yeah, I have to agree with that. I have to agree with that. I gave it a seven. Like there were many times where I was debating on maybe giving it a higher, but I don't know. Every time I kind of I, maybe this is, this is my fault, uh, my problem with comedy. I'm always reminded of the times where I didn't laugh. Yeah. Like, yeah. Is that like is that a good enough reason to not score it higher? Does it deserve? I like, I couldn't tell you. Like you could probably sit there and sit down and talk to me and go like convince me to change it to an eight. Like you bring up very solid points. I'll be yeah, I see your point, but I don't know. Like and kind of ultimately, where I when I ended up landing on my seven, what kind of brought it down to that seven? To put it that way, I was it wasn't necessarily brought down, but what kind of ended up cementing the seven for me was I, when I remember those last two uh, Fist of the North Star reference episodes, and I'm like, yeah, I how much can I actually forgive them for doing that? Because I really didn't care for that. That's like the,
0: the yeah, there were you know, also the I think three I
2: didn't like the show. <laughs>
0: Yeah, there were also 3 episodes where it focused on the pedo scientist. I didn't like um, I actually liked that pedo scientist, which is weird because I don't like it. Pedo- I don't really mm. like pedo jokes. <laughs> uh, well, he was in like a 3 episode span and one of those episodes was based on the doujinshi the uh, main uh, the mangaka made and while he was in high school or something. Um, mm. his like five fighter doujinshi thing. That episode mm. was pretty lame. Um, so yeah there, there are some episodes that you're not gonna get just because of i guess what it's referencing would be my reasoning yeah, you giving uh, it a
1: seven. i also gave it a seven mostly because of music issues uh you know aside from i said i saw aside from house of the oh, yeah, rising sun bad. because it is a yeah. very good m- song if you if you don't know uh if you never listen to it go listen there are some lyrics that matches up with pedro's life <laughs> so you know he, <laughs> yeah he, it's a very good ost that one the opening was fun saying uh s is not love and stuff like that yeah the but the the overall ost it's not very not very notable and it doesn't it helps you enhance the scenes but it's not that much, uh, and also the animation. The characters have flat heads, like flat top heads, so that tickles me off a little bit. Uh, some of the the choices <laughs> for angles and cameras, yeah. and you know how they they decided to cut out some some movement and things like that didn't quite resonate with me very well. Also, the lame episodes because there are. It's twenty six episodes. I think at least six episodes won't be that much of an interesting thing but aside from that it's very enjoyable if you want to have a good laugh again you're gonna laugh at at something this show has everything so at least one thing you're gonna at least jiggle on it
2: yeah i find it hard to believe that somebody is gonna watch this and just go like i Let's put it this way. I find it hard, at some, hard to believe that somebody's going to go in here, watch this, not get a single reference, and not laugh at anything. I would be, I would be shocked. In that case, then this is probably one of your first <laughs> anime. Why, why are you here? <laughs> what are you doing watching this show? It's not time yet. Save it for later. <laughs> I would not recommend it. Like basically, I would not recommend this show to somebody who's just got into watching anime. They've only watched like five shows. I highly, I don't understand why you would be in nineteen ninety nine looking at shows then. But hey. I'm, I'm not going to judge. There are good <laughs> shows back there, but uh, like, yeah, I wouldn't recommend to you them. But if you watched a few epi- uh, a few shows, especially older shows, you know, the, your Fist of the North Stars, your <laughs> Evangelions, your uh, Crosses, your you know, anything from Leiji Matsumoto, uh, yeah, Astro Joe, like any of these, like not even there, there are so Sailor Moon. There are so many references in here that you're gonna get something out of it, and even if you, even if there's not necessarily a reference, you're you're gonna be laughing at, you're gonna be laughing at one of the one of the jokes, and if you don't, then well, I don't know, maybe you just don't have a good good, not good, maybe you just
0: don't have a <laughs> <of> humor, wow.
1: <laughs> just throwing the shade. Holy crap! All right,
0: we all we all pretty much we all we all you like it a pretty good
1: much. Save humor, holy <laughs> crap! <laughs> really, was that necessary?
2: No, I I changed. Hey. I changed it. I didn't
1: oh, say okay. good stuff. I said I don't think they have. <laughs> <as a team. laughs> sure. <be> much worse.
0: <laughs> so good. high marks all around for Excel Saga, surprisingly <laughs> yeah. enough.
2: Yeah. Nope,
0: JD, a seven is not a good score. <laughs> seven is a good score. It says good. So, it, it actually does, yeah. Yeah, this was episode 11 of comedy. Uh, Excel Saga. funny. It's funny we had our fall impressions, which uh, which turned out pretty well. Um, I'm gonna be going to watch yep. some some more fall shows myself after this. I'm gonna go to slush. fall shows all yeah. the way. <laughs> so, mm. we you can if you want to join us on the Discord, where uh, just hit us up, hit me or Senpai up on Twitter, uh, Full Metal Underscore LAX uh, Bowling JD. You can join our mail group in the description below the episode. And uh you can find it on Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play. We are on a TV lot of radio, places, etc. Et so, I'm glad you glad you all joined JD, us.
2: JD, did you have a
0: sponsor message in the beginning? Uh or yeah, I drink meant? David's tea. Okay, sure. How about that. Yeah, there you go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> guys like David's I know, tea. I don't right? America. Oh, it's so good. But
1: okay,
2: I don't even know what it
0: is. <laughs> yeah, <they're>, okay, great. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that does it uh, Thank you all, all right. for joining us
2: Peace